BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Guess this wasn't my day to masturbate. Can't tell if I'm stoned uh, or not. John, we don't talk like that on this show. E F. Hi, I'm TF Mutt from Way Arkansas. Way Arkansas. Hello and welcome. We are back. What up, 2018? From theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, episode 201 of the show, and the first of the year 2018 aren't we supposed to have like all mylar clothing by now mylar clothing flying cars i know we have like we can talk in our phone like we can talk to people and see them through the phone of course no one wants to do that it's funny that the stuff they predicted that did come true everyone's like oh no fuck that i'm not doing that i'm not talking on the phone i want to i want to like write a letter but an instant letter that's that's what we're into these days. Um, ep- episode two hundred one. Thank you for joining the show. Welcome to the new year. It has been a couple weeks since we convened, so I'm very stoked to all of you coming back in a new year. Joining me now, of course, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Um, this morning, yeah. my son was watching one of these shows that is like you know, there's a variations over the years like a like a family double dare kind of thing oh yeah uh-huh. but it's not it's physical not a challenge dare. i'll take the physical challenge but i i mean i feel like that show was mostly like my little sister i think i might have been older like we might not have been in the age but anyway i remember thinking like retroactively i'm thinking like all the dads on that were always pathetic like you would think huge they'd be able to losers. dominate yeah. and they were huge losers yeah. and they like never knew how to wear it. Like they would put on sweatsuits and like tuck the I... sweatshirt in. The dads were all super sad. Safe. Like, they'd have to put safety goggles on and the dad yeah, would always have like real dumb. 
Yeah, they'd have like lame 80s glasses, like the glasses were too big, Steve Right, Bishop the goggles style. over the, the big glasses. Yeah, they'd have to put the goggles over the glasses. <laughs> they, yeah. All the dads, I feel like, look like the dad on Small Wonder. They all look real sad, and totally. they're always like slipping like a little whipped cream, and these guys were out. They were just, they, they couldn't even walk. Yeah. Like anything slimy, and they were just falling down. Like 100%. 100%. At least the guys in that Japanese game show, when they were slipping, like they were giving it their best. Totally, yeah. That's, I mean, what are you going to do? That show, sad dads I mean, would just flop on the ground. It's icy stairs. Like, they would make <laughs> it all the way to the top, and you think, oh, my God, they did it. They got there, and then nothing nope. would happen, and they'd slip and come flying back down the stairs. God bless Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. Um, okay, just anything. Did you see any movies over the – I have a movie review. Well, I have a couple. I saw a bunch because I told you I got that movie pass, so I was I was giving it some work. Oh, got that for Christmas. Awesome. Got a three month subscription to Movie Pass from my sister for Christmas. I'm gonna be seeing all the movies. I just gotta wait till I get the card. I yeah, right. We, the card is necessary. But but like I told you, like you can take flyers on shit and be like, yeah. actually yeah. no. <laughs> like ten yeah. minutes in, like I told you, like, when I first got it, the first movie that was available was some, like, Gerard Butler uh, action. I was like, I got to give this a shot. Like, 12 minutes in, I was like, nah, I don't have to give this a shot. And just walked out. Did Felt you great s- about it. Did you see the trailer for the new Gerard Butler mm-hmm. action movie? It's like Gerard Butler, um, Ziggy's buddy from season two of The Wire is there. Oh, but- oh is that Liev Schreiber's half-brother? Is oh is it? I didn't know that. Well, he's this dude who's yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I I if it's the buddy I'm thinking of, right? He's he's Liev Schreiber. His his name's like Pablo Schreiber. Oh, I Schreiber. didn't know that. Well, in between the wire and this action movie he's doing with Gerard Butler, he's done all the steroids, which is great. Oh yeah, he's yoked. And they're like rogue cops, and they're like, I'm in a gang. That's one of the lines in the trailer. He's like, I'm in a gang too. And he like points to his tattoo. He's like, except my gang's got badges and we shoot oh, to kill. No, no, and I'm like, no. oh, fuck, yes, I'm I, seeing I, this. I do like dirty cop movies. Oh, it's, well, it's like it's one of those soup. Remember in the 80s, like Commando, like every action movie was pretty terrible in the 80s. And now they yes. don't really make movies like that anymore. And now there is one and I'm fucking going to see it and I can't wait. I'm using my movie pass. I, oh, Den of Thieves. That's what it's called. Den of Thieves. I, like I said, with movie pass, I'll give almost anything a shot. I live like a few blocks walking to a theater. So I'll yeah. just go randomly on like a Wednesday, nine, nine o'clock. I'll just be like, yeah, yeah. Go see a movie. Uh, I saw the Star Wars movie. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. It, I don't. It, know if I, keep I, doing I liked them. it. It was long, but very uh, long. I, I thought it was good. This Luke Skywalker's a huge puss. Well, he was less of a puss this time, and he was just—he was a dick. Yeah, he was a dick. He was a broken. The previous man. ones, he was whiny. Here, he's just a dick. But I, uh, I, I, I will say, I thought it was—I uh, thought it was pretty cool. I thought the. Uh, the key action sequence, one of the key action sequences was probably one of the best scenes in Star Wars history. Um, yeah, I mean, it had its moments, definitely. It was kind of long. It was a little too t- tongue-in-cheek, like Luke and Leia were kind of doing jokes, like Borscht Belt jokes back and forth, which I was not – I like a serious But it, my, Star my Wars. thought is they're going to be making Star Wars uh, every year until we die. I mean, past our deaths. Like, this is now just going to be a thing forever. 
And so they're going to have to take some swings at different types of movies. Like they can't make the same exact movie. So they're going to like incorporate humor. Maybe some will be grittier. Like, I think that's the way it's going to be forever. Um, yeah. Disney owns it. They are going to milk this until like year 2100. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're going to have to try different stuff. Um, what else? Oh, then I saw a movie over the break that is, I haven't seen Den of Thieves yet, but this movie that I saw over the Christmas break might be amongst the top five worst movies I've ever seen in my life. What is it? I, to the point where I was audibly sighing throughout. It's the, it's the movie based on the Hollywood poker tell all. Molly's oh, game. Molly's game. I haven't seen that. I oh heard, my God. but the, I heard good things, but it's written by Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like his writing. Everybody's too chatty. They don't they don't talk like people talk. Also they talk and like the, people write. It's like the least Sorkin-y writing of a sort. He also directed it. I think it's the first movie he's ever directed. Yeah. But there's it's there's cloying narration throughout Ed. It's narrated by the main character. And she's like telling her story. And I believe as part of the Sony hack, there's we learned during the Sony hack that um, that Aaron Sorkin, while writing the script, was having sex with Molly, who wrote the book, Molly Bloom. Oh. And so it is very much like she – Literally had, a passion project. Yes. She is infallible throughout. Like she's just – everything she does is so amazing and the way she talks is so incredible. Like she has not a single flaw. One good thing that it has going for it is the dreamy Idris Elba is oh, plays plays beautiful. her attorney. You can't go wrong. The other thing is, is I believe um, Jessica Chastain. She's either gotten some implants or she got those things in her bra that like um, push your tits up. Cutlets. Cutlets. Yeah, she got those. <laughs> she got cutlets, and she because I'm her titties. <laughs> Her titties are pushed up and together and exposed throughout the movie, which I didn't mind. But other than that's like the only two things that that, that movie had going for. Also, Costner's in it. It is so bad, and it just <laughs> it just it just like sort of preaches to you the whole time. The one thing that is interesting, and it almost makes me want to read the book. They don't name names in the movie, but I know that her just because I remember when the uh, you know she got arrested and stuff. Or when the book was coming out, I know that her like big fish was Toby McGuire. And so Toby really? Toby Toby McGuire is played in the movie, not but not by name. He's played by Michael Sarah. But he's like they allude, like he's always wears a hoodie, like he dresses like Toby McGuire the whole time. And they just call him Player X and you know he's a movie star. But they do make some jokes like, oh, he's a green screen movie star, whatever. You know, like it's not that right. thinly veiled. They're winking. Uh, but he just mu- – he must be just a complete sociopath in real life. Like he just m- has to be the most extreme monster. And that's one reason to see this movie because you're like, oh my god, if he's anything like this person in real life, he's the worst human being on the planet. Well, anytime you read those stories about DiCaprio's crew, he's part yeah. of it. Though, like yeah. these animals. Yeah, the pussy posse. Um. I- 
I uh, I did of of the kids movie genre. I gotta say, that rock can really charm you. I I enjoyed Jumanji as like a bring a couple beers and take the kids. It was a good movie for that that purpose. Ed, he's the best. And I know if you're not following him on Instagram, you need to be. Because it's impossible not to be motivated by the guy where he's like, hey, hey, I just he's like so positive all the time and it doesn't seem fake. Usually it might be fake, but he's maybe he's such a good actor. He's a delightful guy. He's just such a good dude. You know, he's uh, there's a there's I mean, I even was okay with the the Kevin Hart one liners in that movie. Like that's that's how good it was going. And there is a hot chick like the chick who plays the hot chick of their crew is hot. So it's it's what you want if your dad taking your kids. Worth it. Okay. And as long as we're reviewing things we watched recently, the most recent uh, Dave Chappelle Netflix specials. Oh my God. He he does one that's like a – it's just it was like recorded like a couple nights before they dropped it on Netflix. It's just it's almost like a podcast. It's just him. Yeah, he's like s- talking current events, right? Yeah, he's just sitting on a stool at the comedy store just smoking cigarettes and riffing and it's just it's he's merged into that Carlin Richard Pryor territory yeah. where he's he's just philosophizing a lot of the Can't time. Can't help but be profound. Yeah, and you're like you're like, wait, I'm not laughing and I'm fucking riveted right now. I just want him to keep talking. So um I can't remember what it's called, but uh definitely check that out. Uh okay, you ready to do some email? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's 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 race through this. A lot of, a lot of people reaching out over the break. Brian, Ed, and Kate. All of the shows were beyond excellent in 2017. I like this one because he remembers all the stuff that I forget that we did all year. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. It's great. From 2017, Brian calling out Alex Jones on his age, Ed <laughs> having a co- Code Brown in a Syrian refugee's apartment. <laughs> oh, I forgot it. That was like spring. That was like yeah. almost a year ago. I know. To, to Kate dropping awesome stories about celebrities, especially the one about a guy now married to a famous woman who said it's just time for you to go home after dinner went wrong. Yes, that's a good story. <laughs> Ed, please keep pressing her on who <laughs> on who the loud comers are from days in the past. From <laughs> How did that start? You started it, and then I just, I, I follow up, but... Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't know where it came from. So there was somebody who was. Yeah, I don't know... How we got we we crossed over. There was a loud comer that we just started. So that's a standard question. Yes, uh, the year in review was epic. If you haven't checked that out, go back and listen to that on iTunes. Um, and the best line was Ed honoring the awesome Walter Mandau. Does he mean Walter Martin Matthau? La- no, he's, he merged oh, Martin Landau and Walter. I'm like, what's he talking about? In the end, though, he just became that dying grandfather in every movie the last 20 years, carrying oxygen even. <laughs> That's, that was his standard – like that was his prop. He right. was like – that was his carrot top prop. Right. He like, just like, was, he's Mr. Oxygen Tank. Like Jason Robards at the end. Uh, yes. I, I am beyond pissed. iTunes won't let me access the first hundred episodes, though it's my loss. Keep up the fantastic work. David in Salt Lake for work. Uh, David, 
Yeah, I don't know why that does that. iTunes only goes back 99 episodes, which is weird because they're not actually hosting the content. Right. It's just linked through RSS feed, so it should theoretically – Although I would say maybe the first 30, 40 episodes, it's for the best that they're not – 100%. 100%. But I think we did the I think we did the draft was like episode 20-something, like 27. And that was the one where um, I didn't turn on the microphones. So J- uh, Jason, Stewart, Travis Rogers, and I are all recorded just through the mic on my laptop. So it sounds like Yeah, I couldn't great. even hear you guys. Yeah, not great. And then you got a little punchy towards the end. I, I was I locked in were, a bathroom yeah. and it was <laughs> yes. awful. So those can be heard. You just have to go to the theballerlifestyle.com and just click on podcasts and all the podcasts are tagged. So if you scroll back, you can listen to, all the way to episode one, which I definitely would not recommend. But if you want to listen further back than the last hundred episodes, um, you have that option. Just not – you just kind of have to work for it. You have to actually go to the website and you can do it there. But thanks for that, David. Here's another one. I listen while lifting weights at a gym. During deadlifts, Brian tells the story about a dog he rescued from a coyote (laughs) only to rape it on the way to the vet, not even bothering to put away his genitals. My shorts ripped. Squatting with bare feet. Oh, wait, hold on. I skipped a line. Uh... I I laugh so hard I might have a hernia, like when he taught us how to use the Toilet, the paper toilet paper rim protector, and that is a dick protector hanging down, and it might be safer to go Vietnamese style squatting with bare feet on the rim. Yeah, what's he's talking about my patented double gasket technique, and that's where you take one seat protector and you hang the hang you the go back flap in the front to protect your dick, and then you hang the one in the back, like just in case. You got one in the front, one in the back. You never know. Um, that aired during the PBS. Oh yeah. He's talking about Vietnamese squatting that he learned about during the Ken Burns PBS Vietnam doc. I laughed in stalls for a month after that episode, (laughs) Andy in Denver humming. He might own Troy on DVD. Uh, yeah. 2017 definitely goes down as the year you went carnal with a canine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even touch the dog. I drove the dog. I didn't. I drove. I didn't even touch the. It had its, its Next, guts were oozing out of it. In about a year, more is going to leak out about the story and be like, "Okay, well, I had a jar of peanut butter in the back seat <laughs> and lube." Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what else? Ed and Brian. As an East Coast resident, I find Brian's Instagram stories to be racist, weatherist, and weatherist. And foodist. They are deeply offensive. Not everyone has access to 72 degree winters and farm fresh vegetables, bro. I will now unfollow Brian at this time. <laughs> Thank you, Quinn in Vermont. Ed, you don't watch Instagram stories. This He's referring to at least one where uh, it was very cold here and I was very annoyed that I had to wear a sweatshirt in the wintertime. <laughs> the only thing I care less about than 72 degree weather our Instagram stories. I know, I know. You never, and you know what? <laughs> Not a lot jealous. Of people, I, I will say this: a lot of people, some people, my Instagram stories have been a big hit on Twitter. So a lot of times, people will discuss the things that I'm up to on my Instagram stories on Twitter. They will, they will cross platform it, and a lot of people will be like, "Oh yeah, you did 87 stories on that one topic." 
I quit at number 40. Except I got the receipts on that. I know it tells you who looked at them. I know who's been checking out my shit. So you like to say you peeled off, but I know you watch till the end, buddy. But do you see, like, are you sure about, like, has my name ever appeared? Because I've never looked at it. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Ed still has his bona fides because Ed's like, I don't watch Instagram stories. And Ed, Ed's picture, his icon, his handle has never once (laughs) popped up as somebody that has looked at even one of my Instagram stories. So he's Ed to be trusted on his word I accidentally clicked on one over the break, not of yours. But it was like – so like people scribble on top of video. Like yes. somebody like had made like lips. And I was like – I do that. What the fuck? I hit the wrong button. I immediately got out of there. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, OK. Um, let's talk some sports. Um, sports show of record. Somebody pointed – somebody reminded me that this is the sports show of record. Yeah. So – we're going to go back. College football, just uh, we had the semifinal yesterday. But uh, week one, after Texas A&M blew a huge lead to UCLA, um, some jerk-off regent of A&M named Tony Busby called for Kevin Sumlin's firing. Now, a few, le- few weeks later, Busby was in a very public fight about keeping a $600,000 World War II tank on his front lawn. Oh, I remember uh, this guy. Remember yeah, this he's, guy. he's a real jerk-off, like the type yeah. of guy who, like, appears on the news in mirrored sunglasses and shit like that. Right. Like, he's a real yeah. douche. Yeah. Well, that's not the last we've heard of uh, the Houston attorney. According to court documents, Busby recently had a pretty awful first date. His date, 29-year-old Lindy Lou Lehman, became intoxicated at a Trump uh, fundraiser, so he called her an Uber. She then responded responded by allegedly tearing down two original Andy Warhol paintings, each worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, then pouring some liquid on them, causing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage. For her efforts, she was arrested and charged with criminal mischief, released on $30,000 bond. Now, Brian, where does this rank as the worst with the worst dates that you've ever had? Um, well, it would be much worse. I do remember having like a similar situation where I had I had a chick with me and it was like a it was like a mixed group of friends. Yeah. And I was like pretty stoked. I was pretty proud. The chick was pretty hot and I was like yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I was feeling pretty good about myself and then much like this story, she had about um 1 ounce of liquor she poured into her body and she um, became this just nightmare. This, wasn't that human. a movie? A Kim Basinger, uh, Bruce Willis I movie? I, I don't know. Bl- Blind Date? Yes. I think that was the plot. Like she <laughs> this, had an ounce of liquor and went yes, crazy. Yes. This, this chick maybe had like one and a half Coors Lights and then became the, I went from being very proud to be in her presence to very embarrassed and begging her. <laughs> Loudmouth soup. Yes. So this has happened to me. Uh, I do sort of enjoy this because a, this guy's a Trump supporter Two, he got our guy, Kevin Sumlin fired from A&M. Um, the one, the one Trump thing I'll say, he yeah. like did a fundraiser at his house. Then yeah. the, uh, the access Hollywood tape came out and then he was like anybody, but Trump, and then oh, he really? 
No, but then he was one of those jerk-offs who spent all that money helping Trump out with his inauguration. So he was right back on board. Right. He well, because then he, then he realized he needed something. He's like, oh, I'm probably going to need something from this guy at some point. So I better like pretend so I'm So he on raised team. money for him on two different occasions. There is there is a couple positives to come out of this. First of all, Lindy Lou Lehman. Like, how do you yeah. not? How is does that she? Doctor Seuss character. Yes, that's that's crazy. Um, and she looks like she was probably all right before she went nuts, yeah. um, because she really is a mess at the end. But she destroyed a couple of Andy Warhols, which to me is like not that sad because I don't think there is a more overrated artist in the history of creation. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least Jackson Pollock is at least splattering shit. I mean, also overrated, but Andy Warhol just like puts color on top of a photograph. Yeah, exactly. He just like, he's just like stencils. Like he just takes something and colors it in. He's like a super poor man's Banksy. Like, yeah. Like doing worse shit, like really bad. And you go and you go look at his shit up close, and you, like you look at a Jackson Pollock, and you're gonna you're gonna have a feeling, and it might not be what it might not be a great feeling, but you're gonna look at it and go, well, this guy had something going on. There's a there <laughs> he was, was something, very angry. Yeah, he was really drunk, and that's why he was making these things. But you look at a Warhol and there's just like nothing behind it. It's just like looking into a sociopath's eyes where you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, what I wonder what Campbell's soup would look like blue. Yeah, exactly. Not a fan. Uh, uh, but I was I'm a fan of Lindy Lou Lehman. I was uh, – yeah, I'm looking at her. She's yeah. – Not bad. She, yeah, she probably cleans up all right. Yeah. I was thinking of my my worst date because I haven't – you know, I haven't been in the scene in a long time. Been but a long time. The, the, the chick I was hooking up with before Michelle – a roommate. Right. One time I got the call thinking it was the call for action. And she's like, hey, let's go get a drink like in London. And I meet her and her mom's in town to visit. And so it was like to introduce me to her mom. Oh, and you guys I, weren't at that point. No, we were never <laughs> remotely close to that point. This is, was, there anyth- is there anything worse than thinking you're going to get action and ending up meeting yeah. a mom? Yeah. So I had to listen to her fat mom cry about getting divorced the whole time. <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad – needless to say, I certain, certainly did not have sex that night. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your divorce, but I mean <laughs> am I going to get those uh, – am I going to get those titties? Yeah. Yeah. I knew, yeah I I'm owed now. Uh, yeah. Speaking of owed, somebody owes Charlie Villanueva a toilet. Yeah, so uh, the former UConn star and 11-year NBA vet was robbed the week before Christmas, and he went on Twitter to report it. First tweet, damn, my home in Dallas was just burglarized. Called the cops and still waiting on the Dallas PD to make to make a report. FYI, it's been two hours since I called. Hashtag shit is crazy. Then he posted a picture of a completely stripped bathroom. They stole my toilet. I'm not making this shit up. Still waiting at Dallas PD. Next tweet. Appliances all gone. Like, are you serious? This is mind-blowing at Dallas PD. Ten minutes later. I'm still tripping. Who steals a toilet? Like, why a toilet? <laughs> One toilet at Dallas PD. Still not at my house. <laughs> I called at Dallas PD at 6.50 p.m. It's 10.41 p.m. And no response from them. Called four times already. Hashtag find my toilet. The next morning, presumably after the Dallas PD got there, 
uh, his tweet was, I'm still in shock of the things they stole. And then he did five what I believe are like like a, a facepalm kind of yeah. emoji. But the one that stand out the most is the toilet. Bro, a toilet. Can't get my mind off that. A toilet. Wow. And then five toilet emojis. Um, now, Brian, why would someone steal a toilet? It's a good question, unless it was one of those um, Japanese toilets that's oh. like five grand and cleans your asshole for you. I guess. Because yeah, so it's just one of those things like you replace the toilet seat when you yeah. move somewhere. You're certainly not. No. You certainly don't want to be taking that shit. No, no. It is, that is kind of weird. I don't know. And it is kind that's of fucked up. Like, think of. Charlie Villanueva was living in a nice neighborhood i have to assume of course and like the pd won't show up for four hours when well, you f- yeah i mean Wait, is sure the guy doesn't have eyebrows but is, I mean, he the guy, he, is he the guy with alopecia yeah he's he looks surprised all the time <laughs> uh yeah that is an interesting story uh okay let's i want to skip one because i want to get into some of the other stuff uh, but i i want to be able to talk about um, well, I, well, let's do these. I, we can do them both real okay, quick. Okay, let's do them. All right. Recently, U.S. figure skater Adam Rippon, who is in Japan competing in the Grand Prix final, tweeted out the following. There's been a lot of questions to, to whether I compete with butt pads on, and I'd like to set the record straight and let it be known that no, it's just my real butt. Thank you for your interest, comments, and concern. Love you. Now, Brian, two questions. One, do you think anyone on earth was questioning whether or not his ass was real? And no. two – is Adam Rippon the power bottom that America needs in the South Korea Winter Olympics? Um, that is – well, anything to get the attention off of An- Anton Apollo Ono. Yeah. I, is he, is he's, he still in it? Is he still I th- No, I think he's a commentator now. I don't oh, think so he's he still – does he still have that like dyed soul patch? I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but somebody did recently tweet me like I don't know if it was like the trials or something were on TV, but it was him being five three holding a microphone like in front of some ice, and they're like, "Oh look, it's a, a Anton Apollo Ono season is back," and I'm like, "Fuck this guy!" Yeah. Like at least that um, Johnny. Oh the the career? the the. the no. The guy who's on fire. The real flamboyant gay guy. At least he's kind of funny. He's got a purse collection. He went through a bitter divorce with his partner. Like him. I got to say. Yes. Aside from ice hockey, the the traditional Olympic sports are are boring. But the ones they've added, I mean, even Ono's sport, uh, you can get some crazy collisions where you can see like 10. But the shorts track, the the other one where they're just going against a clock just like skiing it's it's when they're going against a clock it's super boring yeah but even but they the sh- added like snowboarding where they're like all doing it together and stuff oh those i like that fun- yeah but that's what board i'm saying across. those are the, yeah. all the new bullshit x games sports those are the best ones i like that border cross is my favorite the um the speed i do take umbrage with the speed skating because even in the short track for some reason they they all agree let's go slow for the first three laps and they go right. All right, okay, let's go slow. Okay, Anton, you take the lead, and then uh, you know what? I'll just drop back, and now it's somebody else's turn. And then they do like a dance where each guy takes a turn at the lead, and then at the very end, they sprint f- for it, and a couple guys wipe out and hit the wall. 
Well, how can they? Do, how can they do the slow part for the first three sevenths of the race? I don't get yeah. it. That it's the same with like uh, Olympic cycling and stuff like that. Is yes, that they don't have Velodrome. the wipeouts. Yes, but they don't have the wipeouts. I know it's great seeing the these guys, like six bewildered guys skidding across the ice. Totally, and it's all it's the United States, China, and South Korea, and nobody, and, and maybe Sweden. Right. Uh, okay, one last story. I really wanted to get to this one because <laughs> this guy used to be your neighbor. As fires ravaged Los Angeles, Laker Brooke Lopez went to great measures to rescue a loved one. His cat, Poupin. The cat, <laughs> whose name it. means chubby in French, was, was driven to the airport, then given to a car service who drove him another four hours to Fresno to go to Lopez's mom's house. Now, Brian, do you think Poupin really Stop. means chubby or does it mean seven-footer who's probably not interested in women? Stop it with Poupin. Poupin. <laughs> so is it the other one? So it must be Robin. Because they both have girls' names in there, so it's kind of confusing. But Robin but is Brooke the was more the Brooks the good one. I mean, but, Robin, yeah. actually, they're both decent they're both players. Good, yeah. But well, uh, but Brooke was like the the higher priced right guy. That's true. Nets. Robin's more of the worker, but I think Robin's the one that bagged Michelle Wee. Really? I yeah, mean, one I of them I didn't at think Stanford that either had interest. Yeah, one of them bagged Michelle Wee at some point, but they're both really into Disney. Yeah, and not not just like. You know some of the the Disney products that are like at least you no. could make an argument for it. Like they're into Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the, uh, like well, it's not the, like oh they like Star Wars. I mean, it's still a little weird, but like Disney owns Star Wars. No, they're into like traditional like Mickey Mouse like Fantasia. Bullshit. Yeah, no, Brooke is all excited because he's on the Lakers now. So he on days off he can go to Disneyland. He's He's a seven-foot-tall dude. You can't fit on those rides. Well, yeah, he's too big for those rides. I'm oh, too I'm so disturbing. Average height, and I'm too big for a lot yeah, of the rides. Because because when they built these rides, right. most of them, the 40s. they're either for children or for like old-timey gangsters who are 5'1". I do like – I love Brooke Lopez, but also I've kind of been watching – he's on the Lakers now, and I've kind of been watching the Lakers, and he's good, and I – if I were like Cleveland or San Antonio, I would be on the phone to the Lakers with some draft picks on offer to try to oh, get this to, to, to clear out space for. Yeah, because he's in the last year of his contract. So you can get him and make a run at a title and then you don't, you know, he's gone. And clear space year. for the Lakers to get LeBron. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> need that. Well, he's, he's gone anyway. Um, Ed, yeah. this has been, this has happened to me and I think, um, Fancy Sauce may have posted an Instagram about it. I, in my neighborhood, um, I have a number house, house number. And then somebody down the block that's a different street, they have the same number on their house, but it's a different street name. And almost Did you every- Do you say your house has a number? Like, do, do other number. places have symbols? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The street number of my house happens to be the same street number of another house on a different block, which is common, right? That's right. not, but it's a different street name. I've overcomplicated the explanation. You mean like how every street in America is? Right. So this, the Amazon people are constantly, nearly every day, delivering a package to my house 
that goes to a house with the same street number that's a block away. And it's not, it's a different street name and it fucking happens every day. And a lot of times I just pretend I don't see it and I leave it there until she trudges up the street and comes and gets it off my porch because she knows that this happens. But sometimes it'll be sitting there and it'll be kind of raining and it'll have been there a week and I'll be like, fuck. And I'll, so I'll walk down the street and drop it. And it's a good distance. It's a solid like quarter mile to get to this lady's house. So finally I made a sign on the door and I'm like, my, this, the address here is this. And I put a big, like I put arrows, like this is the address here. And then I say, this is not the address here. And I put a big sign there and put the lady's address there. And ever since I put the sign there and it's very cloying, I'm like, Hey, use Google maps. Like figure it out. I draw. I, there's arrows. I'm like, if you're looking for this address, it's that way. And there's an arrow because they're so stupid. It's not our name. It's not our address. And yet they drop the shit here every day just because it's the same number. Well, the reason I'm, what I'm getting at is there's a guy in Michigan who's yeah Chesterfield Township. What's up with the townships, guys? Do you have townships there, Ed? There are it's some. Like, I mean, not, it's like a not, town. It's a town, but they put ship at the end of it to make it there, sound old timey. But there are townships, boroughs. There are all kinds of weird things. I never understand. Boroughs. But you, borough. We have counties. We have counties. You have counties, but you also. I'm not going to give away your address, but yeah, isn't it? Isn't your street? Isn't it like not street? Like it's yeah. like yeah something it's Spanish. It's a Spanish right. But like, yeah. it's not street. It's not avenue. It's no, just it's not. It's something. It's a, a span, which is kind of odd. Yeah, it's there's a lot of that around here, and it's and it's a lot of people have problems with that. Like when you have to call and you know tell somebody from another place where you live, and it's like a Spanish thing. They right. they get very confused. Uh, well, this oh, guy oh. in Chesterfield. Somebody detonating a bomb. Yeah, there's a lot of noise that's going off. Chester, it's a lot. Of, a lot of activity here in the Ball of Lifestyle studio. This guy in Chesterfield Township. Okay. Is that named after the cigarette? Like, is the town made of Chesterfield cigarettes? <laughs> the sign, Welcome to Chesterfield, made entirely of cigarettes. We don't mind if you smoke. Feel free to smoke. Uh, I was a little put off by Dave Chappelle smoking, and then he would have, like, there's no continuity there. So he would light a cigarette, and then he'd still be in the same bit. They must have filmed it over a couple nights or just... Right. edited out all the disfluencies or whatever because he'd have like a he would light a cigarette and then be gone in the next scene anyway i digress this dude wayne something i don't even know his name's terry miller he lives in chesterfield township michigan and every day he gets amazon packages delivered to his house to him that he didn't order. It's not that they've been delivered to the wrong house. Like people are sending shit to him. Each is addressed to him with his name spelled correctly, cell phone number and home address on the label. But he didn't order the shit and doesn't want it. Quote, we started receiving boxes from Amazon and I've made several calls and I can't seem to get them to stop. I had the same problem. He's been getting the rogue packages for about four to five weeks and they won't stop streaming in. When he hit up Amazon to see what the hell was going on, he said the company told him 
to just keep everything he got. There weren't any errant charges on his account, so why send it all back? Ideally, he'd be, he'd be raking in some primo shit, but apparently it's all just a bunch of like useless shit. I, I, got, an ante- I got an antenna for a computer. An antenna for a computer? I didn't know. He, what? What? And, and a clothing bag. But you said it's going to him. It's not like the neighbor. It's no. it's his name on there? It's him. It's, it's Somebody is sending shit to him. Um, faced That's with a great an, way to torture people. Faced with an ever-growing mound of shit he has no use for whatsoever. <laughs> Miller has been giving away as much as he can and trashing the rest. Some folks might have, might be psyched to have a secret Santa out there delivering surprises to them out of nowhere. <laughs> Miller, however, is over it. Quote, quit sending them. I don't want the stuff. Uh, Ed, I, so accidentally, occasionally when one of my neighbor's shits gets delivered here, someone who lives here at the Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters will just grab it off the porch and just fucking cut it open and see what's inside. <laughs> and then you realize it's not. Yeah, not, and then it's really embarrassing when you go over there because you're like, you know, I, they think you that's want. That's happened to me. And it's like their Mont Blanc pen refills or something. It's like <laughs> the stupidest shit. I'm like, why are you even spending money on this? Like I, or, I only order cool stuff. Uh, I uh, yeah. my living in a like a big apartment building like an entire city block is the, is the whole building, um, like especially around Christmas, yeah. it's just a mountain of packages. Oh, so you're like be. you have it's like almost like a weird game show. You've got to sift through and find the ones with your apartment number on them, and yeah. they're all in the lobby. And uh, occasionally, I've just like ripped one open, or like sometimes we there's like uh, maintenance people, and like if there's time, they'll they'll like put them against your door. And right. so sometimes they put the wrong one. I'll rip it open, and then it's like, you know, a, uh, you know, uh, some sort of fanny pack or some, you know, f- throw pillow. And I'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" And realize it's somebody else. And then I have to like bring it to the neighbor and be like, "Yeah, sorry, I, I ripped open." Your totally, it's hundred percent happened to me. Uh, okay, and just quickly before we get to fancy sauce, yeah. there was a story this week about how some I want to say heroes, but. They're perpetuating something that I despise so much. <laughs> People keep uploading Hamilton clips to Pornhub. So if you're like clicking along for some spank material, you might accidentally run into Lynn Manuel Miranda <laughs> singing about the con. Like you click Congress. thinking it's going to be a video and it just pops up yeah. that it's Hamilton. So it's yeah. like being Rickrolled, but you're being Hamilton. Yeah, because it's like YouTube, where you can just put, you know, it's like porno. So you can just put it on there, and except that they do, <laughs> people are putting Hamilton. And I, Ed, you've probably this has dissipated where you live, but now Hamilton is now it's no longer just on Broadway. It's it's touring the country and it's out in other places. This is what they Lucky do. They you. franchise this shit. They get it going. They get it popular. He made, he's made so much money off of this. So thing. much money. They get it popular on uh, on Broadway, and then they take it to other cities. So now it's in L.A., and it's fucking not every day, but every week I'm seeing something on Facebook where it's like a picture of the playbill, and it's like so amazing. And I'm like, oh, no. Like it's more – it's everyone's so into Hamilton, and they're like seeing it again. Can't wait to take my mom. And I'm like – I don't like want to be a dick, but I hate this so much. And then 
And so then Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's on, he was on Curb, and he like played like an asshole version of himself, which I thought was kind of fun this season. Yeah. But then I'm watching like the NBA games were on Christmas, and like yeah. the intro to the games, you know, they do like a produced thing to intro the games, and it's like some guy sitting on his couch and he's rapping about the games, kind of like what Carrie Underwood does for football game or whatever. Right. Where right. it's like the the Cavs and the Warriors are going at it, and I'm like, wait, how? What's? Why is this guy rapping about the basketball game? And how do I know who the fuck? Where, where have I seen this guy before? I'm like, I don't, I don't exactly recognize him. And then I'm like, oh, this son of a bitch is in Hamilton. The Hamilton guy. And it's one. And it, I've never seen Hamilton, Ed. Why should Why should I be recognizing? It wasn't Lin Manuel. Everyone knows who he is. It's an ancillary Hamilton guy. And yet I know me, someone who hates Hamilton, who's never seen Hamilton. Is I don't know if I'd recognize able. anyone, but you him. would. You would. You'd recognize the guy. You would. I I know this guy's in Hamilton. Something that I hate and have never seen. Anyway, what do you stand for, Aaron Burr? <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> but a, but an NBA version is awful. Can you imagine these poor people on uh, what is it, Pornhub? Yes. Getting all oh, ready. Right. Look at you. Out. Look at you acting like you don't know what it is. Oh, what is it? What is what is this site? No, I told you. Porn I I only no no. I just didn't know. I know there are a bunch of sites. I'm all a right. I'm a you porn guy. All right, but you, I just I'm, didn't know which company people were uploading it to. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a you I'm a you jizz guy, but I'm actually not. I, I think I'm just I a porn. Hub. I think I'm a porn hub guy, but I like to be. I like to. I like to be outrageous, so I tell people I'm a UJIS guy, but I don't think I actually so have ever typed in UJIS, but I know that it does in fact exist, so I like to say, yes, I'm a UJIS guy. If there's a server outage at UPorn, I think I've gone to uh, – uh, now I'm drawing a blank. This a, one. A uh, server outage? This is the biggest website in the world. I, I'm like just Google saying. Size. I've, I've hit them out. on some dark times. And oh, if you've made the commitment, you're not going to be like, oh guess it wasn't my day to masturbate like you're gonna you're gonna find a way hold on let me mark the tape right there <laughs> okay uh yeah no i get i get what you're saying like you're yeah. once you've once you've decided that that's that's right. gonna happen once just, we're leaving the barn we're not going back in the barn no you just you gotta do it you gotta, you gotta no. make that happen yep okay Ed, let's talk let's get into some Pop culture, it is time to discuss what is happening in the world. You know, she, our very own Fancy Sauce, pop culture correspondent, didn't appear with us on the, on the year in review. And I don't believe, was she on the, yeah, she was on, she was on the Charlie Brown Christmas. No, she wasn't, was she? Yeah, I think she came on at the very end. Oh, do, she did, she did, uh, she didn't do Charlie Brown, she did the um, pop culture at the end of it. Right. Yes, she did right. do that. So, um, but she wasn't here on the last episode, and that's that reminds me. Many, many, many of you have been hitting me up on Twitter. A new Bachelor season has started, and I was like, not. I was kind of had tuned out to the Bachelor, and the new episode came on, and I was like, oh, this is kind of good. Like, I'm kind of into this dolt. The Bachelor's a real idiot, and there's a lot of broads on it this season that I'm, I think I'm a fan of. So 
I was like not sure if I was going to do any bachelor related content. And meanwhile, Ed's texting me and he's like, we are doing the bachelor, right? Like when's <laughs> like, what's going on with the bachelor? Like who should I research? And he's all into it. Um, but I wasn't sure I wanted to do anything, but after watching the initial episode, I've decided we will be reporting on the bachelor this season. And sorry, I got interrupted. I, <laughs> I'll tell you after the show, Ed, I, uh, that we will be reporting on the bachelor this season. And in fact, I have enlisted. So Fancy Sauce is not into The Bachelor like she used to be. She's a hard pass on The Bachelor suddenly. But I have enlisted friend of the show, Jason Stewart, to report on The Bachelor each week with me. So, and that'll be included as part of this show. It's bonus content. So after the show, just continue listening to this episode if you're Bachelor people to get The Bachelor Report with Jason Stewart and myself. That will be coming up after the pop culture report. So while she will not, at least at this point, she has not agreed to be a part of the show's bachelor coverage. I'm sure she will make an appearance at some point. She is here in her regular spot. Everyone's favorite part of the show. Of course, I'm talking about fancy sauce. How are you fancy? Hey, yo. Hey, Kate. Hey, yo, yo. Happy new year. How's everyone feeling? Pretty fat. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Feel, feeling like I got to do a lot of cutting back. <laughs> I am so bloated. Yeah. When, when, don't say yeah. Well, no, I no am empathizing because I feel bloated me. too. Oh, yeah. No, you look fine. Very defensive. You don't have, you don't have a bi- the binging <laughs> issues that I have. I do not have disgusting. any um, of that in um, me. Yeah. At all. And I'm a, I'm a strict beer and whiskey guy. See, Ed, if I were a wine guy, wine I'm guy. Not, I'm same. I'm not a wine guy. Wine guy is never fat. Wine guy's fine. Yeah. He just has some wine and just he's just fine. have a glass of wine like me at one, one a night. Beer, well, it's really half of one. I can't be. Beer guy, like me, beer, I have a few beers and then I've got, I'm like, oh, I'm a little full. You know what would be good is half a bottle of bourbon. That would yeah. be perfect right <laughs> That's now. That's the thing. Well, that was such a little pour. What's another little pour? Right. It's just a little. Yeah. You it only just keeps going. Yeah. I you only it. pour yourself it. a little sniff and then you just drink that and you're like, I'm not My stopper much. is bedtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Same. it was a bad December health wise. Yeah. I hear you, buddy. I'm with you. Uh, Kate, what? Oh, let's do some email. Let's, let's catch up with some people because there's some good email here. I am not feeling well, but not because of the chocolate I ate. Oh, do you, do you have something you'd like to admit to? Well, you're on the show? Okay, so, but that's not why I'm not feeling well. Oh, okay. I actually feel great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't tell if I'm stoned uh, or not. Oh, uh-huh. Hmm. Kate's had it. Kate's accidentally Okay, I was in line at marijuana. the I was in line at the grocery store and <laughs> Here's the problem. I got a message an alert on my phone today saying you're almost out of data. 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 Yeah, that's because I was having an issue. Almost, We're going to talk about that later. Your data's almost your up, data's, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I've still got till the 10th before it renews and it's the second. Yeah. So I should probably like not use, yeah, try was, not to use data. I was going to text you, don't use any data. Well, I'm surprised you haven't. we're almost out of data and it's so, because of an issue with my phone. We never, use, we never come close to the data. Long story short, because this is getting long. Yes. I'm 
trying to entertain myself without looking at Instagram it's almost while impossible. I'm in line. So you're like, I need Brian's stories. So Where's I absentmindedly started checking the pockets in my jacket and I found like a little chocolate in there yeah. and I was like, oh, I score. I love chocolate. So I put that in my mouth without really thinking about it. Yeah. Not wrapped or anything. A no. loose chocolate. <laughs> Are you a fucking maniac? I what is wrong with you? I don't. Looking back, I'm not sure what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't either. Because it no was nothing, just loose. Yeah, loose. Just loose and in my just, top and pocket. Also, like those, you're not a stranger my, to what those are. So you would. I didn't they, even cross my mind. It looks like a little ball of mm-hmm. chocolate, and you know exactly. And also, they smell like weed. Well, I didn't sniff it. And they taste. Like I weed. just put it in my mouth. Yeah. And I'm eating it, and I'm checking out, yeah. and then I'm walking out of the store, and I'm like, that had a funny aftertaste. Yeah. What was that? Oh, I know what that was. Marijuana. You accidentally dosed yourself. So I well, texted it's, you. It's fully legal here. So it is. It yeah. is. Uh, well, so you're playing injured, or I'm saying I might be getting a cold because elevated. I might be not going to work tomorrow. Oh right. Whoa. Oh really? Well, we yeah. can talk about that. Okay, so uh, yeah. that's uh, me. Okay, let's. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the lead here. Uh, a c- couple of email. Oh, so this is this is Chuck that emailed us earlier, or that sent us an email a few weeks ago about how his Patreon. Hey, Chuck. Chuck Spear. Yeah, his Patreon subscription. I know everyone's name. Yeah, his Patreon subscription had stalled because of a a what a stereo selling deal that had got gone wrong that had frozen his credit card. But he is just wants to let us know that the situation has been cleared up and his Patreon subscription will shall continue. Oh, Chuck, you're the best. Good man. Chuck, and he's free to sell garbage I was almost uh, going to shame you on the podcast, but now yeah. I won't. No, they're not garbage. Then he goes on to <laughs> he's say. He's free to rip people off again. Then he goes on to say that he, because we were talking about vintage stereo equipment on the show, one of my favorite subjects. He goes on to say that he's found a Sansui 1000A tube amp receiver in his dad's closet and he set up a vinyl mix and he wants to know what records he should buy and i wow i'm always i'm a vinyl collector and i like to get the classics but i was there's one that has been on my radar that is that is in print from time to time but i would like to definitely get a like first edition like a classic (laughs) printing and that is Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. I feel like that is a I've classic. You have it on vinyl? Yeah, Michelle got uh, bitch. the last couple of years got me like uh, License to Ill, Paul's oh, yeah. Boutique. But that Paul's Boutique so cool. got, that, got that really slick Dust Brothers production. Like yeah, I would yeah. want to throw That's that on. That's the best. Yeah, throw that on that vintage stereo. Eat one of Kate's chocolate-covered espresso Listen beans. to Shake Your Rump. Yeah, and just <laughs> let that thing go. All the classics. I like classics. You know what I would find in my dad's closet? Old shoes. That's it. <laughs> That's it? He's find, he's finding valuable shit. Not even a penthouse? Nah. <laughs> so nah, boring. boring. Uh, also, Chuck reaches out. He wants to let me know that he is a – he helps people with their technology situations. And I don't, I've oh, been ranting man. lately about how Apple has been fucking me over on my phone. My, my GPS and Wi-Fi – Neither were working, and that's why the Baller Lifestyle team is over their data because I had no Wi-Fi or GPS for weeks. Oh, now. so it's your fault. And so, I, I've got a question yeah. for the, the iPhone bullshit. Yeah. I mean they're going to replace batteries now for cheap. 
But that doesn't change the speed of all the, the yeah. It's true. Like it's true. That's that's my a misdirection. Like so my phone is so slow, it drives me crazy. Unusable now. How me do, too. How do they I know you've replaced the battery? It doesn't. You don't like send them a note. Oh, by the so way, dumb. I've replaced my battery, so don't slow down. They're liars, phone. and they're yeah. not giving us the full well, story. So I went to I went to one of these nerds today, like Chuck, but in my local area, <laughs> and I was like, Hey, this is is this a software thing or a hardware thing? And they're like, I don't know. But if we can't fix it, we won't charge you. And so then they replaced some node or something in there for the GPS and Wi-Fi, and it fixed it. But what I'm saying is that um, how do we know that Apple doesn't send a fucking zap? It's kind of like when everybody, including the host of the show, had those illegal satellite boxes back in the 90s. Oh, you'd, yeah. You'd throw on the satellite – and you'd like, holy shit, I get all the football games. But then all of a sudden one day the card would stop working because they'd zap yep. it. They zap yep. the fucking card. And then you go to a guy and the guy would reprogram the card until they zapped it again. How do we know that Apple's not zapping our shit? So we have to go buy a new thousand dollar phone. And that's why I'm not was, a phone nerd, but I'm just gonna say we don't know. We don't know. That's right, Ed. We don't know, but yeah. For me, there was a clear difference when I did the update around the new phone yep. launch. All of a sudden, yep. everything slowed down. Ditto. You're talking when about I turn iOS on my 11. camera, it yep. takes like 10 seconds Same. before I can see it. Me too. It's, yep. it's a yep. thing. This That's is, what they do. This the is updates why, screw up old phones. This is why I'm in so to go buy serious a new one. discussions to become a green text person. I might get a Pixel. This is like you. I might you're never going to do that. I could get a pixel. This is like you and cord cutting, except I'm going to cord cut. It's also. a lie. I'm getting rid of direct TV. Well, that one, I sort of believe. I put up a smart I TV. I don't believe that you're going to go Android. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. But if I did, <laughs> it would be a pixel. They should just, that would hurt. Can you just try out the phone for a while? Like, how it would it really affect the power balance in our like, marriage. Do I have to if buy you did it? That? Can you imagine all my texts coming in green yeah. like Jay's do? Yeah. Oh, man. Are you going to start binging? I, well, I You'd have to wonder bang. all the time if I was still attracted to you. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Oh, and I wouldn't have the power move of the red receipts. Oh, red receipts are my ultimate power move. They've got you. They've got you. Fuck. It's something I'm going to think about. I might be a little bit stoned because uh -oh. Um, uh -oh. my phone was ringing. Yeah. And I heard it ringing. It was interrupting the show. Literally, a for a few seconds, I looked at it and was wondering why Doctor Oz was calling me. Because my eye doctor is called Dr. Oscar. Oh, my God. Oh, no. This is, I'm going to have to deal with this the whole rest of the night. She's going to need to be tended to. Okay. <laughs> More email. Hey, Chuck, by the way, thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. Thank yeah, you. Thank for, you very much, Chuck. For offering to help me with my technology issues. Thank you <laughs> for being an audiophile and a vintage electronics uh, expert. Because I'm into that kind totally. of stuff. Totally. Shout out to all our Patreon fam. We know who you are and yep. we appreciate more, you guys. Much more Thank Patreon you. content coming in 2018. Patreon.com slash the ball lifestyle. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a breaking Me Too casualty. I mean, it'll be by the time this thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sports. Oh, Pat Riley. No, I could see that one. Uh, Rich Rodriguez, Arizona. Oh, I could see that. I could totally see Rich, that. Rich Rod. Who is that? He's a football. He's a college football, football coach. coach. College football. You, you gotta think the Me Too movement is gonna crush college. Also, well, it's fire your football Let's, coach week. So, Rich Rodriguez. He can just join the crew. I believe is from West Virginia, 
and also the inventor of the spread offense. No, he's just he—he he added a running twist to it, but no, he. I thought he was the spread guy. He's a spread, he's a spread guy. He didn't invent the spread offense. Well, who invented the spread? Well, there's there are different oh variations. You could point to the Nevada guy, the uh, the pistol. You're talking about the pistol, the pistol. But they they all incorporate oh variations. But it was uh, it was Rodriguez did like the running spread used to just be passed. Oh my god! And then he did running. Oh my god! Remind me never to broach a topic that Ed has nerd fucking wisdom on again. Jesus Christ! Uh, okay, here's another one. Dear Brian and Ed. I'm very worried. Oh, did we do this one? I saw this in our email and I wasn't sure if we read it on the show. So if we, if we have, let me know. I'm very worried about what will happen to my porn stash in the event I die unexpectedly. Hmm. I have laptops and hard drives all over the place. I don't want my parents finding out what kind of weird fetishes their son was into. Do you have any advice? Thanks. Doyle in Kentucky. Doyle in Kentucky, one of my favorite emailers. There was a there was a man show bit about this, and this is this is legit. There should be a service like this. I can't remember what they called it, but it was a service where, in the event of your death, an alert went out, and a a team would descend upon your residence and get rid of all your dildos, all your porn, all your bondage gear, like anything. How would they get notified? I don't get There's, it. They had a system. Death notification. Yeah. Just Is a, this real? And a, no, it's not real. This was a bit on the it's man show. Like, oh, my God. Well, I've tuned out for a second because <laughs> you were talking about s- spreads. First things first, Doyle, I know what you're talking about. But what's what you're not realizing is you're never going to go look about go back and look at that old porno. What's great about porno is there's constantly new porno. You don't ever have to worry about Yeah, there's no re- to, reason to keep it. You don't need to keep it. Once you use it one time, you're done with it. There's going to be a new there's... one that you like even more soon. So don't worry about it. Plus, they cycle those chicks through. There's always new ones. So what you're saying is delete all your porn. Yeah, Doyle, you're a porn hoarder, dude. There, there was a... Uh... There, do you ever watch Nathan for You? I love that no, show. No, but I've been meaning to. Everyone says how fucking Dude, funny it is. Dude, it's hilarious. Yeah. There was one thing where this guy was having uh, problems with his com- – like getting uh, business for his computer repair. And uh, he said that maybe the issue was uh, – Nathan said maybe the issue is people are afraid to trust the computer people with finding porn on their, it's true. their desktop. So then he made a search for asexual people – and uh, advertised the company as the only asexual um, computer repair company, so they won't look at your laptop. But oh my fucking god, that's so amazing! It's and it's just so many awkward conversations with like random people. And, and he like took their pulse, showed them naked pictures to see who who had the lowest pulse rate during <laughs> that's naked so pictures. Genius. I mean, the guy is hilarious. That's the you got the fucking that thing I've ever heard. Uh, uh, Doyle, you're. I imagine that you're also hoarding more things. So yeah. just it's time. Doyle, just buddy. delete it. <laughs> you know what they say? Like if you go in your closet and look at your closet and just go, and if you haven't worn a shirt in a year, get rid of that shirt. It's the same. Right. If you haven't jerked it to uh, college anal cheerleaders fourteen, 
But I get in it. A if year. Like twenty years ago, you Seriously? you did have to like keep some porn. You don't have to keep anything right. anymore, unless it's a classic like the one that we've talked about often, the Christmas theme porno where the um where the midget had oh, yeah. the regular size sure. genitals like, that we've talked about on the show. Like I wish I still had that to refer. But that would back be the it. kind of thing that would make your parents proud if you had that. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they wouldn't be bummed about that. I agree with that. No, not at all. <clears throat> or the classic taboo too. Oh, of course. That's. The greatest porno ever made. Uh, amigos, while updating 50,000 rows of data in a database right now, I started thinking about blowjobs and how I really don't care for them. I enjoy kissing my babe and would rather not kiss my own <laughs> wiener. What are you, five? And actually kind of think it is degrading to her. Well, isn't that the appeal? When, <laughs> she, when she's on the rag, John... We don't talk like that on this show. Oh, my God. I, I'd rather go Team Red Wings <laughs> oh and lay down a towel. What is happening? <laughs> Does this make me weird? Yes. Are there any... Uh, Y-E-S. Are there any uh, other of our e-bros that share this feeling? Your Max John of Fullerton. John? I mean... I'm kind of with John. I, I, I'm kind of with him. I... I get what you're saying. I've been there, you know, like sometimes you're more into things than other things. And everybody has their own predilections. I will say this about me personally. I like just relaxing and being tended to. I like a nice massage. Uh, Henry VIII. Yeah. I just like things being handled for me and especially – when the the person that's taking care of me has and is especially skilled in those arts, that's all I'll say. I, as to, as to the see, second part of what you said, John, you're disgusting. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I'm I, I prefer to be a little more active. And yeah, it's your thing. That's okay. And there's no substitution for the right, number one. Right. Goal. Well, but it's nice to you know. It's nice to be warmed up. Get well, that's if why it's, they call if it it's along the way, yeah. I just find it to be a little boring if that's that's the only thing going on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different strokes for different folks. You don't you don't have to love blowjobs, John. Um, Kate McManus, your thoughts? What? What do you think about? Oh, I like blowjobs. <laughs> you do. Just kidding. Um, fascinating. Sure. Wow, John. Feel free to reach out more. This is probably the third. Um, Period John, related. Please uh, men- do not email <laughs> about periods again. Related email. And your negative John thoughts about has sent this show, including including I believe he got a rando um, during her menstruation at a party on a washing machine one time. He's he's got a fetish. Wow. This is officially a fetish, John. Right now, that's become a thing. Unbelievable. Um, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? So much. What is happening in? Oh, well, this is my favorite story of the week. Do you guys watch Survivor? Obviously, no. No, no one no watches one that show. No. Um, apparently, the winner of Survivor China is a gentleman called Todd Herzog. There's a Survivor China? Oh, wait. No, no, no. The, the Survivor China. 
Is it Survivor in Colon, China, or that's China. where they survived? I think it's just I think it they just survived in China. Like, they move it around. you don't see a lot of Todds living in China. No, yeah. you don't. You really don't. That's a good no, point. No, it's Survivor in China. Yeah. Todd, what's his name? Watson? Herzog. Herzog. Um, I guess he had a drinking problem. Um, and he was like super drunk in an episode of Survivor in 2013 and he blew. Wait, how did they get, how did they get booze on the island? I don't know. Oh, he was drunk when he won the show? I'm sorry. I, I think so, I yeah. The first part. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought they just bring like toothbrushes. Yeah. He's bringing, he's bringing a, a handle. No, sorry. Not on Survivor, on Dr. Phil. I kind of buried the lead. This story is about Dr. Phil. Fucking God. So he went on Dr. Phil. Right, drunk. Because he'd been drunk before. And apparently he blew a .263, which is three three times times the legal limit in a breathalyzer test. .3, you should be in the hospital. Okay, so in a joint investigative story between STAT, don't know what that is, and the Boston Globe... A newspaper. Yeah. Herzog, who at the time he went on Dr. Phil, was battling alcohol addiction. Shocker. Claims he was stone cold sober when he arrived at the show's L.A. studio for taping, but found a bottle of Smirnoff, super gross, vodka in his dressing room. I hope it was chilled. So they planted booze in his dressing room. He said he was unable to resist drinking the bottle. And claims once he had, a show staffer gave him a Xanax to yeah, calm his nerves. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like a Xanax. Yeah, you're about to you're about to talk on TV with a real doctor. If I was go- if I was going on TV to be interviewed, I would like a Xanax and maybe a couple drinks first. <laughs> Apparently, though, he's not alone in his accusations. Several Doctor Phil guests have come forward Shut to allege up. that the so-called savior for addicts has put addict guests at risk. <laughs> whether by leaving them without medical attention or helping them score drugs throughout the detox process. Shut up. Hopefully there's more details um, about this story. What is a real doctor? There might be in this story, but say about this. I can't. Oh man. Or Dr. Oz. Yeah. Well, Dr. Oz is going to pitch some magic pills. Yes. He's going to sell you some magic beans. Weight loss pills. Um, Yeah. I feel like this is, you know, bad. You're, you're, you're tempting addicts. But at the same time, if you're going to a TV doctor, any of them, like you're 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 intentionally not trying to get real help. I'm going to read another two examples and another alleged incident. Marianne Smith, whose heroin addicted niece, Jordan, appeared on the show in 2012, says a show producer told them to go to L.A.'s Skid Row to score heroin. Skid Row. Well, no. When Jordan began withdrawing. Yeah, that's where he gets his heroin. But the thing is, is if you're withdrawing from heroin, you do, you do need to know a place to go get heroin. Like, I'm not mad at Dr. Phil's producer. And then um, she alleged the show never provided any medical supervision when, for when Jordan was detoxing. That's pretty dangerous. Well, not heroin is so serious. And you're going you're gonna to be like, well, let's, let's see what Dr. Phil has to say about this. <laughs> he's, Christ. He's, he's Oprah-backed, Ed. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, – I'm not, not sure if I should sell my house. Maybe I should go ask the homeless guy across the street. He would have <laughs> ideas. Another mom says that um, her daughter went into withdrawals and a show producer joined them on a hunt for heroin. He, this doctor, And a video from that hunt later appeared on the show. This Dr. Phil matriculated at North Texas State, which I'm pretty sure is the school where Kathy Ireland is the kicker and Sinbad's. That's the, right. 
Armadillo. That's right, Sinbad. Armadillos? Was that? Yeah. Did he get a degree, though? What was the name? Isn't Scott Bakula? Like, yes. He was like 40. He was and like he the 40-year-old QB, yeah. I feel like Scott Bakula's got some stories. I bet he was scoring a lot of ass in the Quantum Leap days. Kate McManus, did your old roommate ever, A, have sex with Scott Bakula? Two, no. can you testify Travel to the volume time. of his cums? No. Loud? Loud. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? A um, couple of celebrities got engaged over the holiday. Oh, Paris Hilton. Oh. Paris Hilton was proposed to yeah. on a mountaintop by yeah. her boyfriend, who's an actor. Oh, he was in it? that show you loved called The Leftovers. Oh, I hated that show. <laughs> His name is Chris well, Silka. Yeah. He somehow could afford a two million dollar no, twenty carat no, ring. Nope. Right? He's on no. So it's just she paid for the ring. Of course. It's so big. To have the biggest ring. She needed to have the biggest it's ring. The biggest ring. Can you imagine signing up for a life of conversation with Paris Hilton? I. They might be a max, match made in heaven. It doesn't surprise me that um, Paris Hilton would need a big ring because, according to the videos on Doyle in Kentucky's hard drives, <laughs> she seems to prefer big, big, big things. Yeah. She's a size matters she, kind of girl. Yes. Size queen. She likes bigger things. I will say this about Paris Hilton. I don't know anything about her. I was never a fan. She's not hot, even though I believe no, her cat's she's got dead eyes. Time. Yeah. There was never anything about her that I found attractive. But I would say that by this point, I would expect her to be doing like um, – Surreal Life season she fourteen is so rich. She is a fucking business queen. She totally. has no, but it's she just. I mean, she, to say she would be, she was born on third base would be an understatement. That's true. Like she was, she was born just about to step on home. Like she, yeah, she has so much money. Whereas, like, if you're just a playmate, that has time has come. Like, there's no new income for you. That's true. But for her, she's just, she's just. Born on piles of cash. She's I mean, also made a, her, found a way right. to make her, her own her tons of money. Her name is a hotel, and I, she definitely so had a head start. But it is I am shocked that people to buy all those fragrances. That she is such a business maven. Yeah, on she's a clothing. I don't know. She, she has tons, yeah. and she's also the world's highest, highest paid, paid DJ. DJ. Yeah, that's a fact. She gets DJ. she gets fact. paid half a million dollars and to show the up at a club and plug in her fucking iPhone. Okay, and. And hey guys, you better run out of the house. It sounds like a bomb's about. There's to a lot. There's a lot happening. We actually do the show in a nuclear facility, so we're in a silo here. In for God's sake, Dakota. cut the red line. So much, so much for my resolution for the show to sound more professional. Yeah. Um, Kate, what's your next story? Um, She's a great distance from the mic at this there point. Was another celebrity engagement. Oh, another celebrity engagement. Who was that? Billy Joel and Christy Oh, I saw this. I had no idea that Billy Joel's daughter, Alexa Joel, Alexa was Ray so, Joel. so didn't get the Christie jeans. No, she is has a smoking body. She is super hot. Big. So boobs. they took Billy Joel's head and put it on Christy Brinkley. She's not. She she's not tall. She's little. She doesn't look like a bulldog. Like she doesn't look like a basset hound. Like Billy Joel does. I think. She I think she does she's not nice look like Billy Joel. She has. Yes, you could tell she's Billy Joel's daughter. 
But I, I, I perused her Instagram, and I, I am a fan of Alexa Rachel, <laughs> and I'm not afraid who knows it. Yeah. Um, she got engaged. Well, good to, happy for her. I think she had a suicide attempt a few years ago. She so, did indeed. Yeah. I'm glad to see she's back. She's also her. got a yeah. very big, um, thug ring. Yeah. So. yeah. Good for her. Big good is not you. always better. Who'd she marry? Who would she um, he's a restaurateur oh, called. Rich guy. Is Miss John Chili's? Ryan something. Bob Appleby? Uh, um, Guy Fieri? How can I not? <laughs> Chris Macaroni Grill? Yeah. John Bob Olive Garden. John Garden. Um, his name is Ryan Gleason. Bob Hop. Dave Thomas of Wendy's. It was actually Jack from yeah. Jack in the Jack. Box. Oh, Jack from Jack in the Box. Yeah. Re- what we've learned is a regional chain around here. Uh, okay. What else, Kate? Um, this Logan Paul from oh, YouTube. YouTube's shit. Logan Paul, who might be the biggest douchebag dickhead. He, so I only know around. this Logan Paul because he was on that 60 Minutes did a thing about influencers. And they're like, mm-hmm. these people make $60 million a year on Instagram. And this guy was the worst of them all because what he does is he goes, he has a buddy with a camera. And the guy follows him with the camera and he'll like go to a crowded tourist place like the Great Wall of China and everybody will be standing around taking pictures and he'll walk into the middle of a big crowd and he'll do the splits. And he'll be like, ha ha, I did the splits in the middle of a I crowd. I think that's his brother, right? And then... Or is Logan the one that does the splits? I actually know who both of these people are. Jake and Logan. I'm disgusted with myself yeah, for knowing so. who they are. You this, know more than me. I found out this Logan Paul... He's only 22 years old. The guy looks 50. He doesn't look good. No. What the fuck is that hair? He's losing his hair. He's trying to cover up for the fact that he's losing his hair. He's 22 years old and he's just a massive, massive, massive piece of shit. And and I've, I've hijacked your story for people that don't know. What did he do besides the splits in crowds? Well, I thought he makes a 15 minute YouTube, like he does a show show every day, every single day. I was shocked by that too. And our one of our children watches them. That's true. We tried to ban it. Well, I did ban it. Good. I banned it. Yeah, it's yeah. banned. Yeah. Well, okay. now you have good reason to do it. Right. Okay, so apparently in a either a lapse of judgment or he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, he knew what he was doing. He posted a dead body hanging in this um, forest in Japan called the Suicide Forest. Suicide Forest. Um, he posted a victim's body hanging in the forest you can go to this place and just happen upon dead people like on the regs although i will say this how frightening i 100 percent think this is a work on the part of logan paul this guy's a youtuber he staged this thing and now it's backfired on him i think I anyway, didn't watch it, he, I didn't watch his apology video where he nearly cries because I could not bring he, myself to watch it. Does he it. do the splits? Does he start to cry and then <laughs> does the splits? And he's like, ha, I did the splits. Someone else will have to watch Look it. These splits. That, um, yeah. Bag's not. His, his brother is also a huge piece of shit. And he was on – he was actually an acting on a show on Disney Channel that my daughter watches. and But he got fired from that for being too big of a douche. Yeah. He's like too Think douchey on his YouTubes or something. Yeah. Uh, well, fuck Logan Paul. Yeah. This will probably only make him more popular, though. Probably. Sadly. And it's, uh, it's, a world it's 100% we live in. a stunt. Um, Continue, Kate. Okay, Carrie Underwood, who has um, a beautiful face. Would I have sex with her? By let's, all standards. Let's take, a, let's take a poll. 
Ed Daly, you go first. Carrie Underwood, would I have sex with her? Yes or no? I would have sex not, with her. I'm not asking what you would do. I'm asking what you I would do. fuck what you would do. But what do you think I would do? Do you think I would bang her? <laughs> yes. I probably would. I think you would. Okay. Kate McManus, your thoughts? Carrie Underwood. She's she a little bit an... basic, but she's kind of cute. Would yeah, she's I bang her? She's pretty, but she's... she's married to a hockey player. That's right. Yep. Um, she had a message at home. Sorry, she a message. She had a message? The message? I was reading something. She had an accident at home, and she cut her face, and she's had to have between 40 and 50 stitches in her face. That's a shitload of fucking stitches. And she hasn't she hasn't revealed her face you, yet, but she's let her fans know that she might look a little different. If you get 50 stitches in your face, you mm-hmm. have a fucking wound, a serious, yeah. serious wound. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Hamill. I'm remember, trying to like imagine between what the Star Wars movies. He, he looked like a different guy. He did. I just remember him having zits. They're very vague about the accident. They oh. call it a fall. So she also broke her wrist. Is I this can't... like a Jimmy Fallon thing? Is she a little uh, getting a little saucy, kicking back on Grandpa's cough medicine? Yeah. She, is she like Ed and I over the Christmas holidays with the whiskey? Maybe. Interesting. She doesn't seem like I don't it. think so. No, she's so she's, boring and basic. She's had, but had a fall. Would I, is there a chance that the hockey player did a little pull the jersey well, over her head? I don't know. <laughs> okay, you don't get that, but it was when they fight on the ice, they one guy will grab the other guy's sweater and pull oh. it over his head and start bombing on him because he can't, can't see. see. Yeah, that's, that's a joke hockey that I just did right there. Hockey is so, like... It's like watching wild animals. We're Kings fans around here. Kate. I know. I'm not we, a hockey fan. We respect the Kings. Uh, what else, Kate? I did have a run-in with a hockey player in my oh, younger years. Oh, did you? Um, but I'm not going to say because he turned into a huge douche. Is there something you and that's like embarrassing. here on the show? No, you, you oh. already know. Was he a, Maybe another time. Did he have a lot of volume? This isn't a mu- about me. Did he, have a, did he make a lot of noise? <laughs> Um, Could he be her? If you, if Could anybody he out, comer? if anybody out there <laughs> has the stock in Weight Watchers, oh yes, Weight Watchers, you yeah. are loving life because Weight Watchers just jumped eight percent up to forty seven dollars eighty three. I see you're eating tacos on commercial. Not Oprah. It's taco party. Uh, also, she's cheersing. She's cheersing with food. Which I hate. They, everyone has Me a taco too. and they touch their tacos. I, oh, yeah, I don't want to touch the food. Like, I want to see people touching their tacos. You know what I'm saying? Not oh, Oprah. Oprah. Not Oprah. No. Oh, yes. Kate. Weight Watchers International climbed after it struck a deal with producer and recording artist DJ Khaled. Oh, DJ Khaled. He's no, so he's. I can't see this. There's going to be a finished product. He's pretty fat. Him. He's pretty fat. Like, I don't feel like he's. Because I think Khaled? all he really does is Khaled. Eat. Yes. Khaled. He's uh, he's going to be repping the brand on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Do you think he'll be like, yo, 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 this is DJ Khaled for Weight Watchers, and I'm here with my boy Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber will be like, take a bite of one of the bars, and he's like, and Lil Wayne's over here. And Lil Wayne will be like eating a lasagna, and it's like everyone else eats the food, and DJ Khaled's just there like like, orchestrating it. Yeah, he's like, all I do is portion control. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. Here's Wiz Khalifa to. I wonder how much he's getting paid. Sing the to hook, do that. and he's like eating muffins. He's a big. Oprah claims DJ she massive influence. Lost more than forty pounds while yeah, on Oprah, the plan the while eating is, pasta and tacos. No, but the thing is, is when you weigh two hundred and sixty pounds. No, like they're smart. Choose a real fatty. Not that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting. Fascinating. 
Sorry, that was Oprah a Oprah always seems to find the Sorry way. Sorry about that. that was, yeah, that was rude. I know. Especially Oprah, the queen. I hate you. Um, you know I hate Oprah. You do? It's not a popular position. Oh, I didn't know that. But I'm not an Oprah you, fan. I respect that. I think she's a narcissist. She's going to be the president. Of course she's a narcissist. And, but the, the kind of narcissist that, that, um, that, successful without that narcissist. really rubs me the wrong way. I find her very um, un- inauthentic. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. I 100% agree. It's an unpopular agree. position. But it's the right position. Same as not wanting to go to Hamilton. I don't, don't, don't want to go to Hamilton. Yes. Don't tell women. Because women don't agree. Uh, okay, continue, Kate. Um, is that this it? Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan uh, is my last Lilo. <laughs> what's more importantly, she what's going on with Korean Hulk? Hooray. Where's Korean Hulk in all this? Is Korean Hulk engaged? Um, when you I like when you posted that on Facebook and someone was like, Who even cares about this? And I'm like, Me. Have you seen look at the I mean, picture of the guy? Dude. He's a Korean Hulk. Hello. Any oh, word- I only care about Korean yeah. Hulk. Is there- also, unfollow. What? You're following the wrong thing. Of course. Is there anything in the story about the relative decibel no, level of the Korean Hulk's No, orgasms? I was going to read. Okay, so she, I, snapped, I she had an Insta- I think this was an Instagram story where she Instagrammed her leg with a bunch of, like, scratches yeah. and... And she'd Ooh. written on it, snake bite. Snake bite. Uh-huh. Snake bite. And then she's drawn a heart. And then she's also written with the pen tool. Oh, this is the thing you like, Ed, <laughs> that people do on their Instagram she's stories. She's written with the pen tool, snake bite, love heart, and then now peace. Oh, peace what? out. And so then the, yeah, the caption was, I love this. It's so beautiful, Modern amazing place. Aside from my snake bite. Um, this is in a video. <clears throat> she says, hi, I'm still in Phuket in Thailand. It's beautiful here. And yeah, I got bit by by snake on a hike the other day. It's like missing words. Yeah, she's, the positive oh, side of it is like I'm school. okay. Happy New Year and God bless. Ciao. Actually, yeah, the, uh, my shaman told me it was good luck really and positive energy. Her, Guys, I'm reading um, my thing. No, we're listening. Her shaman told her it was good luck. Oh, her shaman told her it was good luck. Yeah. And- yeah, I'm feeling. What did the Korean Hulk say? I feel, I feel like cocaine isn't the best teacher. <laughs> uh, um, what else, Kate? Anything? Um, Are we done? Oh, for those of you who watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which probably most of our listeners do, um, Kyle Richards and her husband Maurizio uh-huh. have reportedly been robbed of jewels at home worth more than one million dollars. Doesn't say. Oh, uh, that's scary. Have they checked Korean Hulk? <laughs> no, he's a billionaire, right? right? The Korean Hulk. Yeah. But he can overpower he has so people. much money. You know what? It might be the his bling big ring. Muscles, it too. might be the bling ring. It might be. The bling New ring bling could be ring. back at it. They hit um yeah, Emma Watson. They hit Yasiel Puig not that long ago. Well, we've learned that I can podcast stone. Oh, so. Are we done? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, okay, excellent. Well job. let's 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 also uh, call for somebody to play taps for uh Guy Fieri's restaurant, which was oh, this week. So sad. Oh, in Times Square or something? Guy's, Guy's American Grill or something? New York. Yeah, it was in Times Square. Yeah. I had re- I, I was finally going to go. I had reservations for next week, and it, it all fell did apart. You th- oh. Did you think you needed a reservation? So, di- so disappointing. Like you probably could just- <laughs> I, did, I did walk by there, but it was like at 10 in the morning it was closed, because I did want to like look at the menu, see what was going on. Donkey sauce. No, I, I never actually went inside. We so. ate yeah. somewhere the other night that was Guy Fieri recommended. It had like a oh, we were at- poster. Donkey sauce? There was no donkey sauce there. What's donkey mm. sauce? It's his sauce that he puts on. It's when he Can you get it on loudly. Yeah, when he, 
Yeah, I'm sure you can. Guy Fieri is an American treasure, and I don't. Well, of course he is. Yeah, I mean it's people won't hear otherwise. He's an easy target. Like people want to pick on the guy, but he's authentic. He has all sorts of yellow cars, including a Lamborghini. That's right. A Camaro <laughs> truck. Right. He's the cool commitment hair. to have your hair match your car. Yes, right. he's got it's beautiful. Exactly, he's got peroxide hair. He's got peroxide goatee. He's got shiny chrome sunglasses that he puts on the back of his head when he's not wearing them. The carpet matches the drapes, hundred percent. The whip. That's right, and the whip exactly. Well, he wears donkey sauce is not. On he Amazon. wears flip flops, even though, and cargo shorts and a bowling shirt, even though he's sampling Juicy Lucy's in Minneapolis <laughs> in December. He doesn't give a fuck. The dude is who he is, and he makes no right. apologies for it. And we right. salute him. He loves the Raiders. Right, he's awesome. Uh, okay, guys, so stick around if you want to hear. If you're interested in what's going on in The Bachelor, stick around because Jason, Jason Stewart and I are going to discuss that next. Um, but mm. we will say goodbye now to our very own Fancy Sauce. Fancy, thanks for playing Hurt today or Hi. Yeah. Thanks for playing Hi. Mm-hmm. Playing Numb. Ed, Ed yeah, Daly. You're welcome. Fantastic work as always. Nice job, all of nice us. to hear from you again. Great job, everyone. Um, for the crew, check us out. We will be back next week. But... Continue listening to the rest of the show because we're going to talk about The Bachelor. I mean, I'm not, but... For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian (laughs) Beckner. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Woo! Except for me. Who's sticking around? All right. Uh. Yeah. With his black beanie, he walks in the dead of night. Only way to see him is if he's... Welcome back, guys. As I, as I said, as anybody that follows my prolific Instagram page, at Brian Beckner, and you follow my Instagram stories, getting a lot of positive feedback on my Instagram stories, by the way, you know I've made the announcement. I've made a commitment to you because people don't realize that I the audience has come to expect a certain amount of Bachelor content on this show and we were doing sort of a separate show for a while and we were kind of back and forth and fancy sauce has announced that she does not care about the bachelor this season that may change but i'm into it i watched the first episode and i was like you know what we have got to to reflect on this season the bachelor each and every week and there's only one person i wanted to do that with and that's fancy sauce and she said no so <laughs> instead i reached out to another Fan favorite, bachelor aficionado. It's Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy? Hello, everybody. I'm so glad that you have um, you've brought this back. It's it's definitely one of my favorite things to do. So, I, I know uh, Fancy is probably um, she's just been worn out by the Bachelor, uh, which Easy, I know buddy. a couple of these a couple of these women are hoping to get worn out by the Bachelor. Nice. It, nice. Um, but I, I'm glad that you, you've, uh, kind of taken the, um, what do you call it? Reigns initiative? No. What's in the relay race? Taking baton. the baton. Yeah. Baton. Just taking the baton. She, Fuck she, yeah. she started, she got us out to a good weed and now you need to, uh, be the Carl Lewis. Yeah. Here. She's like whoever goes first and I'm Usain Bolt. Yes. And I'm just going to fucking close it out strong. Or I'm Gabe Kaplan in 1977's Battle of the Network Stars, closing it out hard 
against Bob Conrad. Uh, okay, let, so let's talk about this quickly, Jason. Um, strong group of contestants this year. Equally, or just the regular amount of supreme dullness from The Bachelor. Would you agree? <laughs> um, well, I have many thoughts on Ari Wyandyke. First of all, Junior. Um, to, yeah, to get the people up to speed that that aren't maybe a fan of the franchise, that are maybe just listen to us for the the shits and giggles, and maybe watches the show as a side piece. Ari was on uh, one of the Bachelorettes, and I think he was on the the last Bachelorette before I started watching intently. So I don't even remember his season. I guess he was brokenhearted. Emily Maynard. Single mother, I guess. She's a single mother, and I believe the father of her kid was one of the Hendrick – he was the son of Hendrick Motorsports, Rick Hendrick. Ah, and he was okay. killed uh, like the whole a whole bunch of people that worked for the organization were killed in a helicopter that's, that's right. that's accident. Right. So she had a she had a connection to racing which brought them together. Interesting. So yeah. um I I don't have a history with this guy. I know that he was a popular um contestant on that show and it's taken him 5 years to come back cuz really the only way that like a real attractive rich guy could find love is on a uh, on a, a reality show. I mean, that's the only way that that they could act, find actual. It's love. like if you're rich and you're good looking and you're tall and you're a race car driver. Yeah. It's like where do you go? Where could you even find a chick? I, as far as I know, race car drivers they tend yeah. to not hook up with the hottest women in the world. That's true, and you never see a dime piece right next to him in Victory Lane. And but I mean, I it doesn't take long to figure out. You, you can, since I wasn't familiar and I just learned about him and his personality, it takes you about two and a half minutes into this episode to find out why he has not found love, and it has nothing to do um, with just poor luck. It has almost everything to do with the fact that. And I'll just come out and say it. He's a closet homosexual. Oh, really? And, wow. And, and I'm not saying big, big that. Allegation. I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that because I, I have something against homosexuals. Of course I'm not. just saying no that if, if you were to paint a picture or a portrayal of the, uh, the, the perfect um, stereotypical gay man or metrosexual uh, man yeah. – that we've that we've you know just come to learn he's, over the last couple of decades. Very put together. Ari fits almost every single one of those descriptions. And again, he's a pleasant man, and I would love to have uh, beers with the guy. But I think that the you know he's got issues that a a, a show of heterosexual women can't fix. He's he's a little too put together, is what you're thinking. I'm more I'm more coming from an angle of. Um, he's a real handsome guy. I mean, I wouldn't even call him a backdoor slider. I would say he's right up front with his good looks. I think he's got some dreamy blue eyes. He's of Dutch descent. His dad isn't the one that got his legs cut off in the car accident, is he? Um, that's I could a, do a quick Google. No, that's a different race car driver. All these, all these Brazilian Dutch race car drivers they all run together for me but you're talking about alex zanardi that's right alex zanardi ari lion that's pretty close 
that's an easy mistake to make. Um, what I was going to say is he, he, aside from, I think he looks great. Like he's, he's good looking, very good looking. He's got the right amount of salt and pepper, which I don't mind as a guy who's got a little salt and pepper of his own. I, I like that in a guy that's, that's a distinguished look. I fancy that. Um, so he's real good looking, but a lot like many of the previous bachelors, Ben comes to mind. He's real fucking boring, just real dull, not a lot of personality. At one point, he's like, I like real corny jokes. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not going well. Um, But as with all previous Bachelors, despite the fact that he's super dull and boring, these chicks are – it was like – I wasn't sure – well, we did see his feet last night. We can talk about that. I wasn't sure if he was wearing – rain boots or some kind of hip waders or one of those, one of those things that's like an inner tube, but you climb inside of it and it floats so you can go fishing because the bachelor mansion was enveloped, was effluent with moisture last night. Would you agree? Yeah, it, it was not short on the uh, on the hotties. A lot of um, a lot of blondes and a lot of girls named Lauren. Um, and I did see that there is a large percentage of women of color yes. in this one, whether it be uh, Pakistani, Indian, um, or uh, the African American. Yes. And the, the good thing about there being so many women of color. Is that I don't think he was held to the standards of previous bachelors that had to had to right. keep a certain number past the first episode because he he was able to let let a handful of the uh, of the minority but women he kept, go. He kept quite a few, including an annoying saucy Latina. Um, but he's this guy's an international dude. You know, that's what's one thing he's got going for him. Like yeah. not to, not to harp on Ben bachelor Ben, but he was from Indiana. I mean, that dude was basic. Uh, same <laughs> with, same with Nick mumbly, Nick vile. He's from Wisconsin, you know, like not a lot going on right. there. Now we've had, we've had issues with international bachelors before because we had that, uh, Juan Pablo Galavis from, I think he's true Venezuelan and he he many people consider him the least likable bachelor of all time. So I, I could see why they why they may have been concerned about going international. But I think that does bode well for you're not going to get the same two blondes and a brunette in the final three. I don't think here. I think you're going to see a, a him cut a wide swath. Now we talked about Ari. Let's talk about the chicks because there's some good ones, and I'll, I'm just going to say it right now. I don't feel like barring some sort of catastrophe. As soon as I saw this chick come on the screen in that she was one of the, uh, she was one of the, um, what do they call those where they do like a package on the chick? Um, she yeah. Was, the, yeah. The little, uh, yeah. The little front package. Thing. Yeah. What do you they call did, it? The montage. They, yeah. They did a little, they did a little intro Feature. of this chick and I'm like, Oh my God, this chick's going to win. She was the first chick. She was the first chick to show up to the mansion. I'm talking about the Tampa realtor 
Caroline. What she's, are your thoughts? Yeah. She's stunning, she's hot. Right? She's, so, she's too hot for The Bachelor. Tripping hot. And yeah. um, she's going to be the first of a handful of women. And I guess the one thing um, or one of the things that I'm going to miss most about Kate being on here to check my shit. Right. Uh, I need to know if Carolines are real. There's probably a half dozen women that yeah. are uh, very busty. Yes. And I don't know. How, you know, you know, my thing is. They have to be natural, or else I'm, I'm check. I'm taking them off the list. 100 percent with you. Um, I'm with you. 100 so percent. I, I need. I need to. Uh, I need someone to tell me if those are real, and if if they are, I don't know. She might be one of the more perfect specimens we've seen on this show. Yeah, I mean, she's a unicorn. She's. I'm looking at her page. She's five ten, and that's mm. probably they. Pro- she looks tall, but that's probably they do an <laughs> NBA math on these shows. So she's right. probably five, eight, which is still super tall for a chick. Um, she's originally from the Massachusetts area, but she smartly is slanging real estate down in Florida. Um, she's made no bones about the fact that in her first year in the business, she's already uh, sold $5 million. <laughs> so she's an earner. And it's like, if you could get if you could buy a house from that chick or you could get someone to sell your house and it could be that chick or it could be a, a dude, like, I oh, mean, well. you're, you're picking her, right? I mean, by, by the by the way, the yeah. um, I will say this. Ari Leyendijk and that Leyendijk name, that's, you know, race car driver or whatever. Yeah. But obviously at some point, and I haven't done enough research into this, at some point he turned into a realtor or he's doing it on the side because a couple of these women, including this Caroline chick um, – are trying to use that as an in, like they're they're getting into yeah. reality so they could yeah. they could just sell houses together. Yeah, well, yeah. One chick's like, well, I just need to um, take the test, which is which means she bought the book, <laughs> right? Like, like, well, like <laughs> I, I I just need to take the bar exam, Jason. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm I'm as much of a lawyer as she is a realtor at this point. Uh, yeah, so I don't. I just don't see any way Caroline in her big, pleasant, beautiful, natural breasts doesn't go all the way to the end of this, barring some sort of shenanigans because mm-hmm. she oftentimes – the winner of the show is not the biggest star. So the last batcher, Nick, he had he Vanessa ended up winning the show. And Vanessa, I maintained at the time, I still maintain, was the hottest chick on the show. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you, you you had claimed that early on. Yes. We kind of knew Vanessa was a front runner yeah. right away. And I'm like, she's gonna win. She's super hot. But is she the most well known person from that show? Does she have any chance to ever be the bachelorette? And the answer is no. Uh, Rachel went on to be the Bachelorette. Corinne is the most well known from that season of the show. So it's it's not in this Caroline's best interest to finish out the show as the winner. She would. <laughs> Wait, be, I thought yeah. her best interest would be to be happily married. That's oh not right. Her best oh oh right. That's right. That's right. She's looking for love. I forgot. Um. Yeah. So I don't. This I, is I a, can see this, her. This is a, a this is a fascinating season in that um, yeah. I encourage our listeners to watch it if you've never watched it before because you're going to see you're going to see uh, two uh, entities that are going the the opposite way, which means um, the actual tangible connections will be minimal because you have a 
closet homosexual um, <laughs> yes. going doing his things in, in, in his own conflict, in his own head. And then you have 28 women that are looking to get famous. Exactly. So between exactly. none of those things uh, – None of those things mesh. Now, no. could, could I go down the, the other list of uh, – if our listeners could do some research, um, I, need to, I need to know if uh, these are real. Um, what's yeah. her name? Annalise. Oh, she, uh, she, she came with the mask on and I think we kind of figured out why she went with the mask because um, she – you know. She's got a couple of things going on with her face that aren't her fault, well, and I can see where maybe maybe she had to cover that up. But her body, wow, yeah, wow, great body. I was liking her last night. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her picture on the on the website, and yeah. I'm I'm kind of mad at myself for yeah. for liking her as much as I did last night because I really had her as one of the favorites. And Brittany, who had a very cheesy scene where she she raced him in toy cars and then got yes. a kiss. Yeah. Um, she's got something going on with her eyes. Um, you can tell there there's a wandering eye or a cross eye or something. But again, if I had to bet which which pair are real, I think that might be uh, that might be the leader in the clubhouse. Could be. Could uh, be. And there was one other, but I can't remember. So let's move on. Are you going to get to uh, Markel? And of course. Um, What's her name? Marik from Utah? Yeah. Yes. Fan. Fan. Marik's kind of got the um, Kardashian look, which isn't my favorite, but she's a little she's a little um, exotic, which I'm not mad at. And um, Mikkel also not not really anything wrong with that. I think that's a she's a strong. Let's get to Marik. OK, so yeah. Marik is. Um, I think of Indian descent because right. her and her mom own an Indian restaurant and they did – they when they did the uh, feature up front, I just have a feeling just by – judged by the very tight shots of the restaurant yeah. and the, the, the lack of showing like the actual sitting quarters and how nice it might be. Right. It looks like one of those Indian uh, – kebab places or whatever in in a strip mall it's like yes, right. it probably has a, a a rating of a c uh, so so when she says that she's Not a restaurant clean, owner what you're saying yeah, yes uh, a restaurant owner um that's selling it a little bit a little too high but i guess it's it's officially correct i love it i happen to very much enjoy indian food and a, and a hot chick that also knows how to make indian food i mean that's a score that's a she's got a lot going for her. go on no, no doubt, and so I'm. Mean, and she, like you said, I think in every way, shape, or form, she's Kardashian, and that she, there's zero interest um, right. in her meeting someone. This is about yes. becoming the next Bachelorette or the next Instagram uh, superstar. Well, that's all their goal. She's goals. got a one-track mind here, right? Getting on Instagram, they can't wait till they get kicked off so they can right. get their deals in motion on Instagram because they're <laughs> they're forbidden from being on Instagram. Um, until, you know, during the show, I, I was shocked. I'm just looking through the ladies, Valerie, she's the one with the bad pink dye job. She looks yep. like a Romanian call girl. What, what was he even thinking? What did the producers know that they kept her along? She must have something, some sort of story that we're going to get later because there was really no reason to keep her. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I, I just, She's a server, uh, whatever right. that means. So she, she serves food. But how about the um, – there was another contestant. Her name is Tia. She's um, 
she's friends of Raven, who Raven's done a couple of these now, and she, uh, um, you know, she's yes. one of our favorite Southern Bells. So Tia, um, she's friends she's, with Raven. She looks like Raven. She basically is Raven. They even showed she, her in Raven's boutique in Arkansas. And she, you know, they're they're from Arkansas, and she's from a town named Wiener, Arkansas, and that's not an yes. exaggeration. Wiener, Arkansas. Yeah. And, you know, that first bit where they walk up and they have to make a first impression, you see you see some of the most unimaginative um, things that humans can come up with. And they're corny and they're awful. And she thought that it would be it would be kind of cute to present him with a wiener because she's from Wiener, Arkansas. Now, yeah. that that joke may have been cute and he may have understood it, but her um, her accent. Horrible. Her drawl was so deep that she came up and she said, "Hi, I'm T.F. from Way Arkansas. Way Arkansas." Like she didn't even yeah. say she she needed to sell the the name of the city, and then she gave him a little rubber penis. It was horrible. It was horrible. And she said and you something. You could tell by the look on his yeah. face, like what the f? No. Yeah. And then she said, "I hope, I hope you don't already have one of those little wieners." <laughs> this he's it was so it was so horrible. <laughs> And this guy's a, this guy is a classy guy. Like he comes from yeah. a good family. Do you think he's yeah. going to bring this chick home to his parents? I don't think so. From where Arkansas? Crazy. Okay, what do we think about Becca with the pixie haircut? Um, I liked her until I found out she was a rock climber. Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I want to do less than that. I mean, I think another one might have been a skydiver or something. Also, completely out on any kind of activity like that. Um, she seems super annoying, but there's something about her that's no, pretty likable. She's really cute. And she's I think really they, cute. She never wears a bra. She's got perky little things. Like there's not a lot wrong with her. No, and she's she's from around here, uh, California, Southern California. And she's a nanny. She's really young. I think yeah. they're going to make a big deal out I of that one. Wait. And she looks young. Hold on, um, hold on, Jason. Quick yeah. correction. She's from Fresno. And well, it says from Fresno, but the package said she's a nanny in Southern California. Uh, okay, well, she's she smartly. She emigrated from the Fresno area because yeah. Fresno is not – it might be a place you're from, but it's it's mostly a place you end up. It's not – it's no one would ever claim – oh, hey, by the way, I'm from Fresno. You know who's from Fresno? That guy <laughs> on the Yankees, uh, Aaron Judge, OK? You don't want to be – Aaron Judge, Fresno. Yeah. You don't want to be from Fresno. That's all I'll say. OK, continue. Derek Carr, I think, is from Fresno. Yeah. Um, I think Ashley, the contestant Ashley, she's – um. African American, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and I think she's got a good shot. I think. Uh, no, she's. she's a, yeah. I, I think she's another real estate agent. A lot yeah. of real estate on this show. And she, and she, I, by the way, she's on the list to check. I need to know if those are real right. as well. Yeah, we might might need a rewatch or a um, next week to take a deeper dive because here's the problem with they're they're just getting so good at these implants. And there's, so you look at a woman like Caroline and you want to give her the benefit of the, t- the doubt. She's tall. She's skinny. And there's just not a lot of tall, skinny girls with big, right. beautiful, natural boobs like that. So it would be tough to prove. It's t- hard to believe. But you want it to be true. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, yeah, these are – I mean, again, it just seems like there's the percentage of – just gorgeous women in this um, episode is 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 great. It's startling, and but I will say that 
maybe uh, from like a an aesthetic aesthetic point of view yeah. that um, she isn't great, but I have a feeling she's going to go to like the final three. Is Jacqueline? She uh, seems to to be sharp and has it all together, and she was uh, the one that was kind of yes. grilling him last night yes. about relationships. Yes, game player. She's not bad looking at all. I could see her going the distance. Twenty six. Research coordinator. Here's a big strike against her. Hometown, Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm. Wow. That's surprising. Unless she's is has been able to shed all of her Morgantown roots and any semblance of any evidence of Morgantown in her personality. This guy is an international dude. He's he needs a proper chick to bring home. He needs somebody that presents well. This is important in these kind of families and so I can't stress that enough. I would say if you're if you're a closet homosexual and you're going to uh have a reality TV wife, you just need somebody who's going to be a hit at the cocktail party. Don't Someone who is worldly who could speak to a lot of subjects because you don't need he does, he's not looking for a love connection he just needs he needs a great beard and right, uh right. They, interesting. They, interesting they need to be educated so and so we have to get to uh Markel and then the uh Chelsea Chelsea's no. the single mother who's taken an angle already Okay on hold that. on we'll get to her let's do Markel first Markel's the foot washer and Is it is she really? Yeah I believe so. I believe she is the one I don't know say are you sure? I'm not sure. No, because they all. Hold on a sec. Especially when it's this many, it's hard for me to tell them all apart. I think I think the foot washer was either Jenna or Jenny. Oh, okay, that's uh, better. That's better. Is is Markel? I think it's Markel. Is she the? Um, is she the fitness? No, no. That, that's a, she, she's the she's. Hold on, hold on. That's that's, that's Crystal. Marcel's the, the one who showed up in an Indy car, right? And, and she, she just she just you could tell she's a raging bit. She's about the things. she's the photographer from Utah. Did you notice there's a lot of Utahns? Yeah. On this show, which a lot of times they have they have a thing where they've been so sheltered their entire lives that they, they really need to get it all out and get it all out in a hurry. And I could see Mikel being that kind of girl. Like she hasn't done all the things. Oh, look right here. How much do you love amusement parks? Love all caps. I love thrill. Thrill, AKA cock. I'm an adrenaline junkie. Adrenaline, aka penis. She's ready to get down and do some stuff. And she's she's got a good body. She's the one. She's the one that they also did a package on where she's a photographer. Yes. And she was shooting some sad wedding pictures in Utah. Okay, yeah, I'm into her. Like she, um, but you could tell that she's she's playing a game that others aren't. I have a feeling yeah. she's going to be one of the evil ones. You just kind of. Yeah. Kind of figure that. Well, but. that that leads us to the two the two primary um, villains this season, and clearly this show. Obviously, if you've watched any seasons, more than one season, you know it follows a pattern. They're mm -hmm. setting up a couple of villains. There's always a villain. Number one villain is going to be Chelsea, the single mother. Mm -hmm. 
just the fact that he uh, did she disclose that she's a single mother? I think she did. I don't think she told him yet. Oh. She talks about it off the year. I would have. She's. I, she would have been so, cut quick. There's always the con, yeah. There's always the contestant that uh, has the balls to make make two rounds of visits with yep, the yep. with the subject before the other girls even get one. I and she was the one this time. I don't know if you remember Olivia. I believe from Nick's no Ben's season, but this she was exactly the same. She was came right. off as pushy. He dumped her on that pig beach in the Bahamas, I believe. <laughs> That's right. And this Chelsea is – they've put her in the Olivia mold. She looks similar to Olivia. She did the double butt in like Olivia was known to do. And she's she's clearly set up to be the villain and she's going to be a victim of the bad edit 100 percent. It's she funny. Is, I, she's I a literally- bad edit person. If you type in Olivia Bachelor, the first story that comes up is uh, Us Weekly's Us Weekly article, and the headline is "I can't stop comparing uh, Ari Lyondike's Chelsea to She's Olivia. Olivia." Yep, of course. Um, now the second the second villain, and I don't think they've decided yet. I think they're slow playing at the villain as the villain is the sassy Latina Bibiana. <laughs> Now, um, her picture is really good. Her picture does her tremendous justice. Yeah, it was look tough. At it here. I don't know because was, I was. I wasn't what? quite sure what. Yeah, what to make of this? And I. And by the way, definitely fake. You could put her in that uh, in that column. Well, I thought I she thought, was. I thought she was a little chubby. I'm like, is there a chubette on this? Like, I like a curvy girl. We've we've announced yeah, that no many times on this show. Um, so I wasn't totally mad about that, but then they gave her, they did a long shot towards the end after she had made the cut, the rose cut. And I was like, Oh, Oh, she's a, no, she's a nice shape. She's got a nice shapely figure. Um, I think think the chubbier, the better personally, they should have more, they should have more plus model type. No, I get uh, what you're saying. I get what you, you know what they don't, they don't photograph that well all the time it's you know they look a lot better in person often but i know what you're saying i I really do think the show should take a um a turn towards like plus model um figures and like 45 year old single dudes that that don't really (laughs) work out that much my all-time favorite bachelor and i know a lot of you are like bob guinea no not bob guinea my favorite bachelor of all time and i've said it many times on the show byron velvick that is from he was the professional bass fisherman. I think he might even still have a gig on ESPN when they show bass fishing tournaments. He's like the in student. He's like the Jesse Palmer of the of the bass yeah. fishing world. Yep. Also, also another bachelor. Um, that's the one season, and it was early on. It was maybe like the fourth or fifth bachelor where they're like, "Hey." What if we skewed a little older? <laughs> what if we got a guy in his 40s and some older broads? And it was pretty – the chicks were hot. Like he's a little more classy dude despite his bass fishing roots. And it would just – you know, it wasn't – the show wasn't as much of a phenomenon back then. And they they hit a formula where they're like, hey, no, these chicks need to be in their 20s. Um, so I don't think we're going to get another, I don't think we're going to get a 40 something year old radio producer, um, who's, you know, read crushed rock commercials and, and acted with Lou Diamond Phillips, but I would just kind of, yeah, just kind of, uh, you know, soft little frumpy, 
right? Has has some some moles. Wears glasses. <laughs> um, now we get... he's hitting six hundred. He's hitting six hundred plus yeah. in softball. <laughs> now, um, when you said we we're the second villain, I thought you were for sure going to Crystal because uh, the the um, uh, what do you call it? The teaser for the rest of the season has right. Crystal turning evil, and she Crystal is the. Um, the the person oh, who does personal the, videos, yeah, fitness the, videos, yeah. she she's not twenty nine. It she's, says twenty nine on the bio. You could add a, she, add a decade. Uh, she's one of those ones where she's she's got a really really nice body, and there's nothing specific about her grill that says I'm fifty three years old. Like you can't really point to a wrinkle or a brow line or any kind of like aging in her face, but just the overall appearance is what, well, you're the oldest one here by half a decade. It says 29. 29. That's not even close. Now she, she's 41. If she's as part of the featurette, I mean, and this gains, this will, this will gain sympathy. She, she admits that her brother uh, went homeless three years ago. Oh no. And there was an odd uh, part of the featurette that literally showed her uh, packing sandwiches, filling bags, Saw so that, that. she could go and give them to, yes. to, hom- to homeless guys right, in the San Diego and, area. Yeah, and and she that shows her walking up to this uh, chain link fence and handing these bags of food to two guys whose faces were smeared out. Um, I can only, I, God, I can only. Uh, venture to like think of how they they chose to shoot that. They have to get. There's no doubt that the, they were actors being of course, homeless. They're PAs. Yeah, she's giving food to two. Yeah, two guys that work grip on the set or whatever. Yeah, they said they told PAs to go to Goodwill so and get the shittiest clothes. So, so odd and, and horrible. Yeah, because they had they had the camera set up like on the other side of the fence. Yeah, like like the homeless guys wouldn't notice. Uh, <laughs> they were right behind them, setting up lights. But supposedly she turns uh, she turns into the, one of the least favorite women, which so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I could see that girl. Um, and the other one I want to talk about is the one that didn't make it. The one that was like a news reporter that was so crazy that she should have really made it much further. Um, she was another one. She was claiming to be twenty six and add at least twelve years of that. But her whole thing was that. Her dad was a racing fan and at some point had met Ari Leyendike Jr., who, let's be honest, is was like a ninth-tier driver. Like he's even like the biggest racing fan in the world. Wouldn't you know they would know his dad's name, but I can't imagine her dad was such a huge fan of Ari Leyendike Jr. that it right. really like was something that he carried with him to the grave because we find out that he's dead and it was a really big deal to her that she go on The Bachelor and win and marry Ari Leyendike Jr. because he had met her father, which is insane to think well, about. You could let me. I'll, you have to. Uh, you have to give the uh, the real story here. It's like. She got time with Ari. She's she said to herself, "I dropped this story on him, and there's no yeah, way yes. he could say goodbye yes. to." Because she even threw it towards the end. She's like, "I just think that this is, 
you know, meant to be because my dad in, in a, in a strange way has already signed off on this. I mean, he's already signed off on you. Yes. And to, to think that Ari ultimately took that story and a dead father and all this stuff, you, you could tell she was hoping that this would be, at least I get to the second phase with this one and he sent her home and she, you could tell it was a huge gut punch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a huge gut punch. She was like so tearful. She was crying. I just have now. I just want to. I sort of want to wrap things up here. I don't want to go too long. But I just have t in my notes here. I I made notes on every girl that got a rose, and I I put Tia, and then next to that word, I just put honey, because I must have thought she was a honey. And I'm looking at her here. Oh no, she's the one from Arkansas. She's the one we've already talked about. Oh no, no, I'm not a fan she's of from hers. Wayner, Arkansas. Wayner. Yeah, just edit that out. I'm not a fan of hers whatsoever. She, I must have uh-huh. been drunk. Uh, okay, so last the last thing I want to talk about is this Ari. He's having a conversation with Becca, and Becca's the little pixie. She's the one we're going to find out. She's too young. And what is too young? I mean, she's 21, 22? She's like 22 or 23. Yeah, she, I mean, re- she very much reminds me of somebody, and I, I need to, before the end of this podcast, think of what actress she reminds me of, and I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, but well, it's I, on the tip of my tongue. She's kind of, well, she's got that pixie haircut. She's kind of like a young Jane Weedlin from the Go-Go's. Or mm. who was that? There's another Northern Exposure. It had there was a short hair, short dark haired woman on that show. She was super big in the '90s. Her name was Janine something. Yeah, is that what you're thinking of? Um, no. She. They're having a conversation outside in the car, and she's and this is all you need to know about this. This Ari Leindyke. She goes. Uh, she she springs one on him. And this guy, he's been getting fed all his lines the whole night. And I know the night runs a little long, but he's not ready for this. And she goes, what are um, three things that make you excited? And he, and he goes, uh, excitement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and she caught him on it. Which right. I, you got to give her credit for Anybody it. that's um, done – fifth grade word problems knows you can't answer the question with the, the question back as the answer. Like you got to really do a little more thinking. Then, then his second thing was pizza. Except just like normal food. (laughs) Good company. Like, yeah, he, he, he that was a great way to see just the, the, uh, the level of denseness we're dealing with this year with this guy. But um, that the quick Google search has somebody comparing her to Rizzo from Greece, which oh uh, I God, think stop. In, in hairstyle maybe an attitude, yeah. But there's 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 one person that I'm thinking about right now, and I can't freaking name her. But anyways, I'm all a, right. I'm a fan of Becca. I mean, she's a cutie. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there's much wrong with her. I like her attitude too. Oh, did, uh, yeah, no, she seems fun. She seems yeah. up for anything. She likes to rock climb, which is a big strike against her. But I'm not Ari Lion Dyke Jr. I'm just watching the show. What's your thing about rock climbing? I don't want to. I don't want to ever do it. I don't, it's like it seems so unfun. Um, it does seem unfun, but it's, you got to 
you got to be in incredible shape to you do gotta it. You got to be right? really fit to do it, which is great. But it's it's a long drive from wherever you are. Like any good rocks to climb are far away. And then yeah. what? And then you get there, and it's hot and dusty. And and are you gonna have drinks and go in a pool? No, you're gonna fucking climb on rocks, and you're gonna have a. Uh, you got to wear really tight shoes that jam your toes in the end, and then you got to like just climb yeah. on some rocks. Like it's not for me. So let's uh let's do our, our uh let's do our final was who goes to hometowns is it okay. four or the last three well, it's, it's, there's too oh, no, many three, and I, three go to the suite the, for uh, for sure Caroline barring some she's the odds on favorite um, right. Jacqueline I think has some serious staying power here yeah. um who's the who's the I I really the, do think Ashley is going to be in the mix race. Ashley I like her yeah. yep um and Becca. Young Becca, I feel like she really hangs around. Obviously, she's not going to win. The age thing is going to going to factor in at some point. Oh. Um, so she's not, but she could very easily get to hometowns, if not fantasy suites. Which is yeah, I think that's a pretty good week of the show. That's a good dissection of who the early favorites are. Okay, Stu, we're going to do this every week, right? Let's do it. You guys asked. So many people were hitting me up on Twitter. People were I saw people tagging Jay Stew. I saw people tagging Fancy Sauce. We'll try to get Fancy Sauce to do at least a few of these with us throughout the season. But definitely check back in here. Tell your friends. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast is doing a bachelor report every week. So check back with us next week. Jason, see you then. See you, bud. Okay, peace out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.